a long time. What was? Since the last one. What? It's been ages since the last podcast now. Well, not for us, because we recorded it last week. Yeah, no, we recorded one, but the normal people didn't have one, did they? Oh, they haven't heard one. We had, we had a week off. Yes. We didn't even have a week off because we recorded one. What happened was, we were in the Bristol Central Travel Lodge, which for some reason doesn't have fucking soundproofing. Listen back to the podcast, all it was cars and trucks. <laughs> and I like trucks normally. Same. Yeah, we love trucks, don't we, Ed? Yeah. Anyway, welcome, welcome back the Ray Peacock podcast. I'm Ray Peacock. Hello. I'm here, of course, as always, with our lovely little face there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got glasses on, just if you want to imagine him. He's wearing glasses. Little Roger James, who used to be on EastEnders, but ruined it. Hello. And now you're Little Roger James, who went to Deal or No Deal and ruined as well. Yeah. yeah ruined okay. it for everyone. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, well. Um, and here, of course, as well, with big, fat, big, wobbly, big, massive, fat-bellied, big, obese, clinically obese, morbidly obese, Ed Gamble. So I can't say hello at the moment because my mouth's full of lard. Because you're too, because your mouth's too fat to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll probably say nothing because I can't speak because my mouth's far too fat. It must be quite difficult being that fat. Yeah. What sort of what sort of bad things happen in your life? What happens in your life? What can you not go like? Can you go on fairground rides? Yeah. What all of them though? Yeah, what, all of them. Are there some that you Do you want me to make up like a sub story for you? Are there or? some you simply won't fit into? I wish I'll, I'll make something up for you. I'll tell you what, when me and Raj went to Chessington World of Adventures, yeah. uh, which shouldn't even be allowed to be called that, because there aren't any adventures there, yeah. but me and Raj went with two children that he'd abducted. <laughs> <laughs> And we went there, and we there was one ride that we went on that proper squashed all my fat up. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> enjoy, I couldn't enjoy the ride because I was too squashed up. Oh. It was horrible, and they don't treat you with any respect. Was that the dangly feet one? No, that one was fine. I was all right on the dangly feet one. Oh. It was the one because all your fat just slid to all the bottom. All my fat just feet. dropped down to my ankles. Oh, right. <laughs> but there was one where we went on, which was it, it sort of spun. It was a roller coaster, but the, the carriage spun round as it went round. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On that, yeah, I was proper. I was in agony. I had proper busters. Oh, did you? I, um, yeah, I went to a, a theme park in Italy once, yeah. and uh, and my shoulders were too big to be. Str- it was it was sim- the ride was similar to Ramesses' Revenge in Chessington. Is that the wet one? Uh, it's yeah, it's the one where it flips you upside down and then puts you towards water. Yeah, I'm not allowed on that. Yeah, okay. Well, it, it didn't fit around my shoulders, right? Um, but they didn't care. Only because I can't get water on my face. Yeah, okay. That's all it is. It's not because you're scared of it or anything. I'm not scared of it at all. The rides don't scare me. Right. Okay. Well, it didn't. Fit. Unless they go upside down and don't like that. <laughs> It didn't fit around my shoulders, but they didn't care about it. Yeah. So when it came to the bit where they put you face down and lower you down, it was still half undone. I was just hanging out the right. Nice. Brilliant. About 50 feet up. I don't know, if, I don't know if, it's, if it's the same anymore, but it used to be that there was no regulation of fairgrounds in Italy. Really? Italy was quite famous for it. They have literally wow. no safety checks or anything. And I remember going there when I was about maybe 10, 11, something like that. And we went to a fair. Because I'm a big fan of fairs. I love fun fairs. And uh, we went to this fair, and there was a ride, which basically, we looked at it. It, it, it was like a spiral coming down. I mean, really high up, but it was just a spiral coming down. That was yeah. all the ride was. Yeah. was just a car going down a spiral. And my mum was like, well, I'll go on that. I'm not bothered about that. That's all right. I'll go on there. Yeah. I was like, okay, brilliant. And, and then we got in, into the, the, the carriage for it. Yeah. And it was literally a box. It was like literally, it was like something out of Saw. Oh it was literally a bo- like a torture thing. It was a, a box <laughs> with just a, a cage over the top of it. And my, my mum sat there going, it's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit much for this, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> and then I, t- I can still vividly remember it, turning to my mum and going, how do we get up there? And we looked in front of us. It was like we hadn't even looked right in front of us. Yeah. And it literally just went to a vertical lift. <laughs> With you inside the spot? Yeah, it literally went, just went, we went about 10 yards 
and then it literally just tipped upon its back and went vertically <laughs> upwards. My God. Terrifying. Add to that, as we were going up the thing, and couldn't move at all, we were probably strapped in, couldn't move a muscle, this massive insect was crawling all over my mum's face. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it was brilliant. And I could barely see, I just had to use my eyes, just look at it, because I couldn't even move my head. I was just, and I was watching it, and it was, it was fucking terrifying. Wow. <laughs> And then we were told, uh, like, in the next week of the holiday, that it, there'd been a massive accident there and everything. On have, that ride? Uh, no, just on oh, that fair. in that fair. They have no safety regulations at all. I don't know if that's still true. I, I wouldn't imagine it would be. Can't be. So there we go. So that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Good story. Get us on the way. <laughs> um, what do we want to speak about? Because we have got a lost podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is quite exciting in a way. I, quite, I like that yeah. as well. I like that there's, there's a lost one. But well, do we just leave so it then? Should we just leave everything that was talked about? Yeah. I, I in fact, so. we should even refer to it in this one. Well, that would be stupid, wouldn't it, but then it give then it let people know that there's a lost one. It's a bit like what? the lost Doctor Who episode. So yeah, maybe people can find it on the internet in 20 years. That one where Raji was in. <laughs> no, that one was found. They've no, tried to lose. They've that tried one to was lose. Them fortunately found. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was my episodes of Robin Hood that nearly got lost. Why was that? Because they all got stolen. They got stolen. All of the reels got stolen. They got stolen, and the people watched them and went, "Oh fuck it, we're not getting nothing. We're not get out for these, always send them back." Apparently, oh, it's Hungarian shame. mafia. Right, okay. Apparently, but they got them back. You're quite happy going on the record with this. No, it was a, it, no, it was a newspaper on, story as well. Dissing the Hungarian mafia. As you no, did. I wasn't dissing them. I think they got around. You were the other day, wasn't it? Do you remember Ed? What? The other day when Raji was really slagging off the Hungarian Mafia, yeah. you said that they were all gay lords. Yeah. You said they're not crime lords, they're gay lords. Well, I think and, I, a, and I reckon I could fight them all. I think a high percentage of the Hungarian Mafia are gay, but Brilliant. I don't know that as fact. Brilliant. Right? I love this. <laughs> you know, what else do you think? What else, what uh, else do you think about them? I think they like wearing dresses. Do you? Possibly. <laughs> and do you, what do you think about their mums? I think their mums are probably all really nice people. And prostitutes as well. There might be some. <laughs> you think, what, you're saying that all the Hungarian Mafia's mums are prostitutes, right? I'm not saying all of them. But most of them. Some might have mums who are prostitutes. Are they all, <laughs> are they all kiddie fiddlers as well, Roger? No, I don't think that's No, are they though? No. They are, aren't they? Oh, you think, you they think... might be. <laughs> Roger, are you speculating that the Hungarian Mafia are all kiddie fiddlers with mums that are prostitutes? No, <laughs> not all gay. of them. And the gays as well? Not all of them. Wow, just most of them. Some. Roger, you're going to get in really big trouble what now. Do you think? Yeah. Like the Hungarian Mafia will come looking for the Rapey podcast No, I think they'll come looking for little Roger James and I know where they'll find him. Because you'll tell them? No, because you're doing a signing soon. <gasps> oh, I am. I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about it. Here's what things that I've written down that I want to talk about. Because this week is bonfire night. Oh, yeah. and you don't La- like that. Last week we did the um, we did Halloween. Yeah. In the lost episode. Yeah. But we'll talk about Halloween again because I want you to do a ghost story for Halloween. But it's not going to be Halloween. Well, it's Halloween today. When we're recording this, it's actually yeah, Halloween. yeah, yeah. Today is, but today's it's the thirty-first not... October. It doesn't yeah. matter. Well, we just have our Halloween today. But I could do a bonfire night ghost story. I'm getting good at making up stories. I'm feeling oh, quite yeah, confident. Oh yeah, you could do one themed around bonfire. I right? could do a bonfire night ghost story. All right. I'll try and do that. I sort of want you to tell the one you did last week as well. It was good, wasn't it? Well, as far as good. It was, oh, was it was suitable. Made it right up as we went along. It was the reason. <laughs> you did make it right up. It was your ghost story was the reason that I decided to pull the podcast. What? Not because of what you were saying, because of the, the sound on it. Because it was really good. Oh. But the sound was was dreadful, and it got to a point where I was getting really annoyed with it. Oh. And that was the reason. That was when I decided. I wonder if that's because ghosts were affecting it. I'd edited. I'd say maybe sixty percent of the podcast at that point. I'd edited loads of it. But anyway, so we'll have a ghost story. Be it a bonfire night, be it Halloween, whatever it's going to be. We're going to talk about your signing session that you're doing. Cause okay. I, I cannot wait. I can't wait either. It's yeah. going to be brilliant. Literally, cannot wait for that. I want to say anything about fireworks. 
We've got letters. I've got a letter. Have you got a letter? I've got a letter here, yeah. Brilliant. We've got Raj's letters. Yeah. Which incidentally have been defended. If you remember on the last podcast, you were saying that your mates had said, oh, the letters are all the same. It's the same joke. It's all rubbish. So it's even all rubbish. though. So, well, it doesn't matter because after we said that on the podcast, I had a veritable avalanche of mail telling me from people saying that they really like the letters and carry on doing them. Okay. And I can prove, I can print them out if you want. And also, dear listener, you've waited long enough to find this information out. In a way, it's like that Who Shot JR that time. Right. And when they did Who Shot JR in yeah. Dallas. And you had to wait an entire off-season. You had to wait for that till you found out who it was. And in a way, our listener has waited like two weeks to find out who Ed got interviewed by. Yeah. <gasps> we were subtle. Oh, yes! We, we were subtle with it. The mystery. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I gave very little away. Well, you, you gave a lot away. I gave some subtle clues. But no one could guess who it was. I've well, asked people. I've had plenty of you doing it. Right. Who, okay. who, who clearly <laughs> knew who it was. Uh, but you did say a lot of your friends didn't... No, they didn't, they didn't understand. Well, anyway, for, for the record, it was, of course, Dave Pierce from... <laughs> <laughs> from Radio 1. Da- Dave Pierce is... Oh, Radio- whoa. Is Dave Pierce still on Radio 1? I think so. He's dangerous. Dave Lee Travis. <laughs> dangerous Dave Pierce. Uh, it was Tim Westwood. Yes, it was Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood, son of a vicar. That, yeah. was, that was a clue. Yeah, that was a big Posh clue. Posh boy pretending to be ghetto. That was yeah. a clue. Um, and you were interviewed by him. And about the car show as well. Oh yeah, that's right. That, well, that was quite a big yeah. clue, wasn't it? I'll <laughs> pimp my ride or pimp my journey, as your mum calls it. Journey, as pimp the journey. Pimp the journey. Pimp the journey, yeah. So we're going to speak about all those sort of things. And also, this is important, you might think I forgot, Raji's comic. Yeah. Oh! Have you brought it with you? I have. You thought I wouldn't have. You thought I'd have forgot, but well, I have remembered. Well, no, I, I didn't think you'd say it quite as effeminately as that. <laughs> <laughs> and I you have. said, I have. I have, It's actually. about my person somewhere, and you've got to find it. No. <laughs> Although I could do that. So you brought your comic? Yeah. Complete thing? No, I brought uh, a story stripped from it. But that wasn't the agreement we had. No, but I couldn't do a whole comic. Why not? Because I, well, I haven't had time, and also it takes, you um, know... Can you just fuck right off? In the last two weeks, in fact, last week alone, I went to Dundee, drove to Dundee yeah. for 11 hours. It took 11 hours because somebody couldn't drive the lorry properly anymore, and he decided to just drive it over the central reservation. And then I drove to Edinburgh, and then I so, drove back down to Bristol. I did deal or no deal for two days, which you fucking ruined. <laughs> we recorded a podcast that you fucking ruined. By I didn't ruin it. Arranging for all them trucks to be driving outside. <laughs> yeah, I've been loads and loads of gigs. I've been back at deal or no deal this week. I've been working my bollocks. Off. I've, this is literally my day off. I've got two more tomorrow and the next day, and you couldn't even draw a comic yeah, in all I've, that time. I've been doing it really properly, and I've done well. I've done one good strip. So I've, I've not been doing my jobs really no, properly. No, you haven't. And a lot of your jobs, when you do stand up, you can do some of the sort of stuff that you've prepped before. Whereas this is starting from scratch. It's brand new. It's it's coming up with the ideas and executing them, and that does take time. Sorry, I'm just a bit gobsmacked at you slighting my art, I'm artistic. Not, I'm not slighting your artistic credibility. Sometimes well. when you do good, you don't even have to try. No, I didn't. <laughs> Say that. What I'm I could probably is... do it like I did at the pub quiz that time when I went on and ruined it. <laughs> no, but not as easy as it looks, is it, Raji? No. Anyway, shut up. We're doing a podcast. Um, last week, yeah, when I went up to Dundee on my driving, drove up there for a, for a gig at Dundee University. I was incredibly tired at the gig. The most tired I've ever been on stage. Is it a good gig? As I recall, it was, but it was hard. It was hard for me to do it because I was really, really properly struggling. Yeah. I couldn't focus properly. All I could focus on was things I was looking directly at. I had no peripheral. Well, I mean, focus visually focused. Don't mean mentally focused. A bit of both, but, right. like, but I'm talking visually now. Yeah. I had no peripheral vision. How weird. That's how tired I was. It was terrible. And um, as I was driving from the gig back to my hotel, brilliant thing happened. What? I had a firework fired at my car. What? Hit my windscreen. Splattered all over the place. That's all really dangerous, over... isn't it? Is it? 
that's dangerous. <laughs> how, how could that be dangerous, Raji? No, you know what? I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, was it like an accident, or do you think someone fired it deliberately? Actually, you know what? The weird thing was, I didn't even stop and get out and ask him. Was it a good firework? I carried on driving. There's no such thing as a good firework. I what fucking do you mean? There's no such. There's no brilliant fireworks. Absolutely not. I think fireworks are the stupidest thing in the whole fucking world. Well, look, fair enough. If you had a bad experience like that, then no, I've not just anything. decided that this week. I already thought that. Why? I fucking hate fireworks. Oh, Isn't don't be ridiculous. Display, then. No, not a good display. They're not. They're, you shouldn't be allowed fireworks. People shouldn't be allowed. They're making all these. Government make all these rules at the moment. It's such a fucking. It's such a nanny state at the moment. Tell us, oh, you can't do smoking in the pub. Oh, you can't do this and this and this. And blah blah. And all the things. They're just getting it all wrong. Well, when I got on a plane, when I came back from Edinburgh last year from the fringe, yeah. I had a Vix inhaler took off me. Yeah. I had a really bad cold. I had a Vix inhaler took off me. And yeah, in the same society, you can walk into Tesco's and buy a fucking bomb. Yeah, but you, yeah. But hold on, you can walk into Tesco's and buy a Vix inhaler, you just can't take one on a plane. You can't take fireworks on a plane either. But that's not the point, right? Well, that's the point you're making. It's not, it's an exp- it's a fucking explosive. It's all to do with terrorism, yet they're selling bombs in Tesco's. No, they're not. They're they fireworks. are! It's fucking, it's gunpowder! Oh, come on, it's a rite of passage, it's especially when you're growing up as a kid to set one off in the science lab at school and stuff like that. What I mean, everyone what? does that. What? Does what? Sets of fireworks. Yeah, set of fireworks at school. Oh, yeah, it's a rite of passage to burn your science teacher, isn't it? No, this is, this is precisely. Burns. If you set off a little rocket and it whizzes around the school classroom floor, I mean, everyone. This is precisely of, just why they should be banned. I'm siding with Ray now because why? it's obvious that you want fireworks to be used by little spastic children. No, I'm just saying that, come on, they're pretty harmless as long as they're true. They're, they're pretty harmless. Well, there's enough safety things out there. All right, let's go buy some now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, right we'll, we'll put you in the garden. They're harmless, Raj, you'll be alright. You go in the garden naked and me and Ed will fire them at you. Or for, see if for an hour. we can send you to the moon. Yeah. No, that's not the same thing. It's that, pretty harmless. Alright, Raj, you could. No, no, no. Because they're pretty harmless, let me and Ed sell a tape, 20 fireworks to your body, <laughs> and then light them all and then video it. But then you're not using them according to instructions. Well, I was letting them off and in you the science lab using anything, them according anything, to instructions. Anything. Yeah, but I'm just saying that as a thing. Yeah, right, but you're just saying that as a thing. I know that's not. As a wrong statement. Yeah, Ed, you idiot. That was a thing what he was doing, you idiot. Oh, he's beaten me again. I know that's not a responsible way to behave, but what I'm saying is, is that you know the options to kind of have the odd jolly jape is fine as long as people don't take it too far. <laughs> when people take it too far, but people, but th- this is the thing, Raji. People do take it too far what? more than having the odd jolly jape. Yeah, but then the people <laughs> are at fault. Then not the firework. Well, then Blame stop the people firework. having them. Then that's why we don't have guns in this country. Yeah, but you because can say that about a million things. Because people aren't responsible enough to have them, so don't let them have them. You can say that about CDs and DVDs, then. You can say what? What could you say about them? You can say that if well, someone... keep quiet while you explain this. Right, well, if someone wanted to, someone could use that as a weapon. You know, like the guy in James Bond who spun his bowler hat. Yeah. You could use that in that way. You could throw it at someone's neck and cut their... their um, right, their I am vein. confident, Roger. That CD that you're holding in your hand now, I am confident that I could stand not three feet away from you and let you throw that at me all day with no harm coming You've to You've got quite a thick neck, though. It doesn't matter. They're not sharp, are they? No, but they could be, is what I'm saying. There's things I mean, like they could that. Be. Well, you could sharpen it. You could probably get a nail file or something and do something. I mean, you, what I'm saying is, you could feasibly turn that into a weapon. Yeah, but a firework you know? is a weapon as it is. You no, don't, it's not. You don't have to do anything to it. You just need to light it and it will blow your fucking face off. Only if you stood too close to it. Or you're firing it at someone's car. Which happens. Yeah, but that's, the then, there's, as I've said, that's banned. the person at fault, They should not be banned. What about fireworks night? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Missing all the fun. <laughs> all, right, you can, all right, here's my concession I'll make. They're available one day a year. They're, they're available to buy one day a year, 5th of November. But people use them for other stuff as well. Like but what? then if you, yeah, well, like you've got Chi- Diwali. Yeah, Chinese New Year. The what? Diwali? 
You you just made that up. You make no. up festivals, Roger. No, Diwali's not a made up festival. That's now as well. Diwali, it's a Hindu festival. Right, and they use fireworks in that? Yeah. Okay. And Chinese, Chinese New Year. Year. Alright, well, Chinese New Year then. Alright then. Well, here we go then. Well, you can buy them. On Chinese New Year, you can buy them if you are Chinese. What if you're <laughs> mixed race? No, if, you, if you're Oriental. What if you're mixed race, though? What if you've married what? a Chinese person? Well, then the And Chinese... you're buying them for your kids. What? If you're, if you're doing a surprise Chinese New Year party at home, but you're English, but your wife and your children are Chinese. Well, then the, then the Chinese woman can go and buy them. Then it won't be a surprise. It ruins what the if surprise. She's, what, if What's she's, off? what if she's ill and she can't leave the house? Yeah! Well, then she, he can borrow her passport for that day. But also, Are by you the way, trying to racially regulate fun? I think we should racially profile fireworks users. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. I think we definitely should. And what? people will say that's controversial. I, I, I think that's a good idea. That's how Hitler started. Before Mein Kampf, it was Mein Catherine Wheel. Okay, was it? Yeah. <laughs> and he that was episode about, one. Yeah, yeah. So about fireworks, but um, okay. he lost that because it blew up in a fireworks display. I'm, I am standing... Uh, you could say blew up in his face. Shut up, Raji. <laughs> I am... I'm standing by this completely. I'm That's a, ridiculous. It's that not was... ridiculous. They should well just fucking ban them full stop. No, but you can't do that because there's there's two. Well, you can't do well, that. Just even sparklers. Even sparklers. But how are people going to write their name in the sky? Well, they yeah. can't anymore. It's tough. Crayon and also, paper, actually, and that's not special. Actually, a flaw in your plan. There's okay. no flaw in my plan. Yes, there is. Right, <laughs> no, there okay, isn't. so let's say, let's say, you regulate it so that they're only available on certain days for certain racial groups, right? What's the stop? Someone from that racial group, whatever it might be, yeah. buying the load and keeping them for another day. You're not allowed to let them off on any days other than those days. But you're not allowed to now. There's actually, No, there's not. There's actually legislation saying no, you're not allowed. Yes, there is. You're not allowed to no, set no, off no. fireworks at certain times. After 11 o'clock at night is the law. No, I'm sure there's certain times in no. as well now. Well, no. that's what they were going to bring in that's then. That's utter nonsense, Roger. Oh, well, they were talking about it. It should be that way. It should be that fireworks can be let off. 5th of November, Chinese New Year, whatever day that that falls on, and particularly because it changes, doesn't it? Yeah, Chinese New Year. I think so, yeah. And Basilisk for the Hindus. Uh, <laughs> Diwali. What's it called? Bas- Diwali. Basilisk. <laughs> Where'd you get Basilisk from? I don't know. I think it's, isn't it that big snake of Harry Potter? I think it might be. Yeah, okay, well, uh, whatever it's called. I'm not being disrespectful to the Hindus, but I don't know what it's called. Um, and that's it. But that's there might it. be others that we don't know about. I mean, there might be a Jewish celebration that requires If I don't know about them, then they're not having them. <laughs> but you didn't know about Diwali. Well, they, well, then they need to submit it in right. They need to submit their festival in writing to me. Right. And I'll decide whether or not they're allowed to have fireworks at that festival. What about the end of Big Brother? No. No? No. Well, how's that not going a, to Not the sports events either. And what about like things like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Not a New Year's. And Deal or No Deal. No. And they have, um, like, you know, when it's yeah, on the wind. And they do the big... A Deal or No Deal, they often let fireworks off in the studio. No, but it's not It's not technically fireworks, is it? But they let off those things that send glitter all up it's in It's a confetti bomb. Yeah, but it's still a bomb. It's not. It's, well, it's, it's called a confetti bomb. But it works completely differently to that. It's right. done with air. It's on an air compressor. Is it? And I know that for a fact. Okay. So, no, I think they're antisocial fireworks. I think they're a waste of fucking money. And I think if you like them, you're a retard. I think they're pretty. Well, exactly, you're a retard. But I really like big displays. Well, that's why you two share a mic. <laughs> <laughs> So last week we recorded um, the Ray Peacock podcast Roadshow. Yes. Never going to be heard. Never. Lost. Lost podcast. I was in Bristol doing Deal or No Deal. I was doing the warm up for Deal or No Deal. Room 108. Doing quite a lot. What? You were in Room 108. Oh, the Travel Lodge. When we recorded. Okay. Yeah. It's a good bit of information for you. Sorry. Brilliant. Just came some people, fans, would perhaps want to go and visit it or something. Well, they could. They could go see where the, where it was recorded. Where the lost podcast was. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want the Bristol Travel Lodge Central, by the way, Bristol Central Travel Lodge, to benefit financially at all. I don't think they would, because we wouldn't want people to stay there. You just want people to find excuses they they to go in the room. Just, just go and look at the door. 
Maybe we could get a plaque put up, you know, like one of them blue plaques. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Good. Plus, when they get there, the room will probably be gone because it's flooded. Yeah, there was a flood in the room as well. I didn't do that, by the way, that was there already. But you came down uh, in the daytime. Yeah. Um, you came to my work. Yeah. You came down to watch the, the... We record three shows a day, Deal or No Deal. Yeah. I'm not the proper warm-up person for it. It's normally uh, Mark Olver, who's, who's the main warm-up. Right, yeah. But when he can't do it, I, I, I often do it. And um, You step into the breach. If you like. So I let you come down to see two of the two out of the three shows. Really good fun, yeah. The last two shows we came. Did you enjoy the two shows you came before, Ed? I enjoyed both of them. Brilliant. Yeah. Was very I all right? Good. Yeah, very good. Did well, yeah. Roger, yeah. did you enjoy the two shows? I, I enjoyed the, the bit of the one I saw. Oh, weird. Why? What happened? Why? Oh. Well, I had a bit of an incident. Because the thing is, I said that I'd get you on telly. I remember when we first started doing these podcasts. I promised I would get you on telly. Yeah. I've now got you on telly. Yeah. 17th of January next year. Yeah. That's the episode. You were in the audience at Deal or No Deal. For, I got the audience yeah. to give you a bit of a clap. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. Sort of vaguely ironically. I think it was. Yeah, I think a lot of people clapped out of politeness because they didn't know who you were. Yeah. <laughs> but the, from the woman in front of you. The she, woman in front of you t- turned out to be a fan of yours. Yeah, yeah. weirdly enough. Yeah. And then when you, you left halfway through the episode. I had to leave, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the weird thing is at Deal or No Deal, I don't want to give too much of it away, but um, we sometimes get audience reaction shots early before the show. Yeah. Um, because we can't film because it's a circular set. So the weird thing about it is, is you've ruined that. I kind of did, didn't I? You've ruined the continuity of that I because for some of the show you're there. Yeah. And then for some of the show you're not. But then you will you'll keep reappearing and disappearing. If they cut in <laughs> those be, shots. Well they will cut in those shots because you gotta bear in mind I was around the back saying, film Roger for a bit. <laughs> Film life for a give a bit of telly time. Yeah. So there were quite a few shots of you. Yeah. Squirming in your seat, looking really uncomfortable. Was, what was. happened? Um, well, I think it was a combination of things, but the main thing was, was after sitting there for a little while, I realised I needed to go wee. Oh, right, okay. And, and You were aware you wouldn't be sat in a TV studio. Yeah, I was. Perhaps a wee before it would have helped. Well, no, yeah. I had had a wee before, but not, not obviously uh, um, soon enough to starting, as it were. But yeah, anyway, so that started, but also um, <laughs> later... Well, as it got more um, urgent, this is this is absolute, I've never heard of this phenomenon before. That you was this. Shall I say what happened, Roger? <laughs> you were so desperate for a week. You were sitting there, about, literally about ten minutes into the recording. No, it was a bit more than that. All right, fifteen. It was. I don't think it was that far into it. There was only about five. I or remember. Six boxes I remember left. coming. No bollocks. No, when no, I came no, out. No, when no. I came out to do the first first advert break, you'd gone. No, I was there for the first. I was there for the first advert. I break. very very doubt you. No, were. I was. I was because I remember it. I remember. What well, you remember it? Well, it happened. No. I remember well, First of all, it was Daz commercial. <laughs> then it was one for Toys R Us. No, I remember the first advert break because that was. Then some about insurance with a dog. No, because because that, that's when I that's when I did think. Well, actually, that's when I first started thinking I needed the loose. So I thought, well, actually, I could sneak out now. But then by the time, but, I can't, you, but you can't do that on a t- in a t- You've been in TV shows. I studios. know. You can't go in. I can't go in and out of the studio. It was and I'm all the different when Roger was on telly. Oh, though. It was live then. <laughs> yeah. They had hand hand cameras. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I got myself in a bit of tears about it and, and um, had to rush out. And then, what was the phenomenon? What happened? The, the fact that he started going. I really need a wee. I think I might need to go for a wee. Roger, you can't because they're filming. Filming it, yeah, and it, this is going to be on telly. Yeah, yeah. And he went, no, I really need a wee. So he sort of sat there squirming for about five more minutes. Went seriously, I really need a wee. Roger, you can't go. And then about two minutes after that, he went, Ed, let me out. I think I'm going to be sick. And then I was. Uh, Why were you sick? He needed a wee so badly he well, was sick. Well, it was either. Were you five? Well, I don't know, but it was either the fact that, that that either it was the thing of holding it in or something had some sort of effect, or it was the fact that I'd had that bit of tomato earlier. And I don't <laughs> know which. 
It was. You've had a bit of tomato. I had some tomato. And what does that mean? Normally does make me sick. Right. But normally it makes me sick pretty much immediately. So yeah. I wasn't definitely. Thinking so I arranged. So basically, I arranged for you to have audience guest seats, and I arranged for you to be in there. Yeah. You lasted fifteen minutes. Makes me look a twat, doesn't it? Sorry. In fairness. Yeah. I, I think I filled up the seat pretty you well. Did. Anyway. You did. Yeah. But, the, but the woman in front was a mental case as well. She was yeah. Sad. When, when when you left and there was a break for uh, an ad break again, she turned around, looked at me, and went, "Where's Ash gone?" Yeah. Brilliant. So I told her that um, that when you need a wee, you think of the beginning of EastEnders with the river and it makes you need a wee quicker so you don't just have to run out. <laughs> to go. She yeah. stared at me blankly and went, really? Well, the three of us being together there that day actually had an amazing knock-on effect. Why? An intriguing knock-on effect. What do you mean? Because I was there for a couple of days. Yeah. I'm doing three days this week as well. So I was with the same set of contestants for a few days. Right. So I, I chat with them and stuff, you know, when we're not filming and that. And a strange thing happened where they... The, you've got to understand a deal or no deal that the contestants are very paranoid. They get very paranoid and, and they're made to feel very paranoid as well. Right, yeah. Like they, th- they think the hotel's bugged and that's how the bankers finding out things about them. Well, they do say that on the show, don't they? When I've watched it on telly. Okay, well... But, Noel does often reference it. Okay, the, but, but they, they believe it. Yeah. They, they buy into that. Yeah. Who the banker is and all that is, is a real salient point to them. They're, they're really, you know, they're, they're desperate to know. And they're desperate so they to genuinely find... don't know. What? Am I in the middle of talking? Sorry, yeah, but I'm just asking. Of course they don't know. They don't know at all. Right. They've got no idea at all. Okay. But they do speculate. Okay. About who it is. <laughs> From time to time, they'll say things like, I reckon he's the, he's the banker, about the floor manager or whatever. Or, I reckon you're the banker, Ray. I reckon it's you. And I'm like, well, don't how can I be the banker as well? Well, you're never there when he rings us. And so you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a very strong rumour started circulating on, because this was on the Thursday that you came. Yeah. On the Friday, a very strong rumour started circulating. What? That you were the banker. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it re- re- and they were convinced. No. How? But I'll tell you what they said to me. They went, "We found out who the banker is. You let it slip yesterday." They said to me, and I was like, "Fuck! What have I let-? like thinking? Maybe I, 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 I might have said his name at some point, or yeah. been referring to. Hey, did so and so? What did so and so think of the whatever? They said when when you were in the audience talking with the audience, you let it slip that you knew that Raji James, who was in the audience, right. you said you said that you worked together. Yeah. Right? And they think, because you were there, you were wearing a suit, <laughs> Yeah. and you left during the show when phone calls were being made. But I had they been think there. You're the, they think you're the banker. But I've been there while phone calls <laughs> were They think made. you're the banker. I've never fucking been... Fucking brilliant. I've never been so fucking open-mouthed as I was when that last said that to me. And I checked it with some of the other contestants and were like, no, we reckon it is. Don't try and cover it up now. Don't try and cover it up now. And I was like... Oh, Oh, well, I, I'm not going to say anything about this. So you didn't correct If them. we can get you in the papers... Of course I didn't correct them. I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't correct them no matter who they say. And does, does anyone, did you speak to anyone on production about it? Do they know that it, that's what people think? It was think? a very strong rumour. <gasps> wow. So you've ruined that as well. Or helped them. How's it helped? Well, it's like red herringing. The credibility of that programme would go through the fucking floor if it came out that you were the banker. <laughs> It's, I tell you what, it's a good job I do on I enjoy doing the warm-up for that. Yeah, well, you look, you were very good at it. And we, and we have, um, well, I'm very good generally. The surreal moments that come up a lot, just being with Mr. Edmonds, ah. um, which is odd in itself to be working with Noel Edmonds. Do you get much interaction with him? Because when I saw it, it, it's, it's increasing. Right, It's increasing okay. to the point where yesterday it was all the time. Oh, really? There's, yeah, there's lots, lots of interactions with him. Yesterday I had, I often come away from Deal and going, that was the su- most surreal, weirdest moment of my entire life, that what happened today with Noel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yesterday will never never be beaten. Why? What, what, what? Ever. Will never ever be beaten. And I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you, I'll just tell you straight what happened. I was on the set. It was quite a hard audience yesterday. They weren't really having much of it. They weren't having much of me and they weren't having much of the show. They were just, they were just a weird bunch of people. Uh. 
So myself and Noel were, were, um, were basically trying to up it a little bit, and you know, so we, had, we had quite a lot of bounce and piss taking between us and stuff. And then one of the ladies in the audience said, at one point Noel sat cross-legged on the chair, and she said when he sat on the chair, the prize tag was still in his shoes. Right. Okay. Which he, he, he thought there wasn't, so he took his shoes off. He always wears odd socks, by the way. He wears red and blue socks. He's got another pair, just like them at home. That's uh... one of the great jokes that we often do. He took his shoe off, and sure enough, the price tag was on the bottom. They were forty nine ninety nine. Right. These shoes. They looked far more expensive, in fairness. So he took them off. Now, as he took the price off, I said, can I have that as a souvenir? And he was like, yeah. So he stuck it to my arm, to the hairs on my arm, this yeah. price tag. And then there was another bit to the price tag. He stuck that one as well. Put it on my arm. Just there on, on my right arm. And then I went to an old lady at the front. Do you want one of these? I'm keeping one, but do you want one of them as a souvenir? She's like, yeah. And she's quite an old lady. She's quite a frail lady. I said, well, okay, we'll get one off then. You take one off and you have that. And she started pulling it and it was properly stuck to the hairs on my yeah. arm. And I was like, just do it quick. But she couldn't do it quick because she was a frail old lady. Uh. So she did it painfully slowly. Okay, and I was going, oh, it really hurts, and the hairs are pulling out, and all that, and the audience yeah. weren't really that interested. <laughs> um, and then, and this was the moment, I felt my shirt being pulled up at the back, right? What? My shirt, my t-shirt that I was wearing. No. It was being pulled up at the back. I was like, what's going on? Look, behind me, Noel Edmonds, off the telly, <laughs> off Noel's house party, swap shop, all those sort of things. Yeah. Noel Edmonds had got a strip of gaffer tape. Yeah. He turned me around so my back was facing the audience. He put the strip of gaffer tape on my back, <gasps> all the way up my back. Pressed it down really hard and then waxed. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh. Everyone was laughing and clapping. We went back to record. I went off and just went, that is the single weirdest <laughs> moment of my entire life. Your back has been waxed by Noel Edwards. In front of a hundred people. <laughs> on the set of Deal or No Deal. Because I break down there sometimes and I thought that was weird. How fucking weird. And I don't even know where that came from. That Noel saw me taking stickers off my arm and went, I've got a better idea than this. <laughs> I'm going to wax his back. I don't know how no one knows I've got a hairy back either. You can tell. Can you? Yeah. Right. So to beat that, Raji? You've been... Well, there's no way of beating that, I don't think. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you on a, on a TV set? Uh... Get in there. <laughs> being allowed to stay. Yeah, being allowed in. <laughs> Time for Raji's film review! Hey! Oh. We did it every no. week. Raji, have you done your film review this week? No. Oh no, that's right, because we dropped that in the first series, didn't we? Because it was shit. <laughs> Um, film reviews. What we did instead, which has been a very popular section, yeah, very popular, mainly because me and Ed have been in charge of it. Right, is we're doing letters for Raji to get Raji a bloody Raji. great job. Oh, thank you. Letters for Raji. Stick it up your bum hole. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice. I wrote that myself. Just improvised it like Josie Lawrence used to do. Right, here we go. So this week, Raji, my letter for you. Yeah. That I've done. You've done one as well. I've done one here. What's your one then? My one for you this week. Now, I should warn you, I've gone pretty high on this one. What, Director General of the I've BBC written, or something? Uh, higher. I've written pretty high up here. So don't. Shop exec- God, Channel don't 5. God. Lower than God. Right. Lower Higher than, than God. your one, Raji. This is not a competition. We're not. You're, you're Hulk not Hogan. Lower than Hulk Hogan. Dr. Um, Bounty Hunter. Raji. What? Please be quiet because okay. I'm going to tell you who it is when I start reading it, aren't oh, I? Oh, okay, yeah. I hate when you preempt things. Right. Like you did today when you got lost on the way to my house because you haven't got a sat nav anymore because you sold your good car and got a rubbish one instead. <laughs> and w- when you were driving here, Ed put me on speakerphone so I could give you directions. Yeah. And you kept saying, Oh, I turn left here, don't I? I turn left here, don't I? Yeah, but that's only because as I was arriving at places, I was But you were wrong them. on every single, t- every single time you said it. <laughs> no, I was not you true. were wrong. And no. I had to shout at you saying, Just stop saying that. Let right. me tell you where to go because I know where I live. Well, yeah, that's true, you do. Right. 
But I'm still, I'm still your friend, and I'm still going to help you out getting a job and getting you well famous and that. And that's what this letter this week is going to be about. Here we go. It go has on. been sent already, of course, as always. Have you had any replies from any yet? Stupid. It's about you, aren't they? Mm. Um, but this one, I thought I'd make an extra effort with when I sent it, and I put a wax seal on the envelope. Oh. Oh. A wax seal. I say it was a wax seal. I, I basically, I stripped a bit of candle on it for a bit, <laughs> and then tried to make it look like a knob. <laughs> Right, I'm sure that would have gone It down. didn't look brilliant like a knob, but I think mm. if you looked at it, you'd go, that looks a bit like a knob. <laughs> but it wasn't perfectly a knob, so I couldn't get it done for that. I couldn't get sent to the tower. Oh, that's a clue, here we go. Dear the Queen. <laughs> oh, and that's no. what, she's lower than Hulk Hogan, is she? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dear the Queen. Hello, Your Majesty. <laughs> it's blooming Roger James here at the moment writing to you. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, I'm not writing about that passport thing again. I got that sorted out in the end, even if I do still have to get it reviewed every three months. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. What? Anyway, your highnessnessness. <laughs> the reason I'm doing a letter and sending it off to you is this what I'm going to say now. I was in the laundrette the other day to keep warm, <laughs> and somebody gave me a 2p, even though I didn't even ask Mom. As I sat and stared at the photograph of you on the side of the coin, I got to... <laughs> Sorry, what? I got to thinking... <laughs> I got to thinking about some things, and then had a well-brilliant idea, your royal majesticalness. <laughs> it occurred to me, my lady, that there are no foreigners in the royal family. <laughs> when I got chucked out of the laundrette for eating somebody's bounce sheet... <laughs> somebody's what? Bounce. You know bounce, you put them in the tumble dryers, make his clothes smell clean. Oh, oh bounce. you always eat. Right. <laughs> I went down to the library, as usual, and double-checked. It's true. Even though you have a few Germans and that in your family, your madge, there aren't any brown ones. As luck would have it, your royal thing, I am brown. Not only that, but I am dead good at waving. And I love eating swans. Well, I imagine I would. I've never actually tasted them. Not cooked anyway. <laughs> what I mean is, if you taste anything like pigeons, then fucking count me in, your honour. <laughs> I have took the liberty of enclosing some adoption papers, which I took the liberty of drawing up and took the liberty of colouring in with felt. <laughs> Please peruse them at your leisure. Perhaps whilst them dogs you have are eating their dinners. I would love it if I could be in your great family, the Queen. I can move into Princess Diana's old house practically immediately. You don't even need to clear her old stuff out. Just leave it there. Assuming that servant bloke off the jungle she hasn't had it away already. <laughs> what a right royal cunt he turned out to be, eh, Lizzie? Oh. <laughs> Incidentally, Lord Vader... <laughs> Lord... <laughs> Please don't worry that I will bring shame on your family like what Princess Lady Diana done. I actually really like Prince Charles and always thought he was the best one on spitted image. <laughs> Kindly regards, mummy. HRT, Roger James. HRT, what? HRT, you've got your title. <laughs> HRT. Oh, yes, you probably get well bored of people saying this, but Bohemian Rhapsody is one of my top ten best songs. Well done, you. What relevance is that? Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So, so what do you reckon to that? Would you like to be in the Royal Family, Raji? No. Why? Because I don't agree. It sounds like you really want to be in there. Yeah, well, I didn't write it, so I didn't... Hey, it says at the end, HRT, Raji James. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Oh, no. No, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really like the 
sort of the thing of the Royal Family. I don't like the idea of it. I don't Why? Because like I don't. I just I think it's outdated and outmoded and irrelevant to this nation. Really. Bit like you. Do you think they're a rubbish family. Well, I think as a royal family, I don't really see the point of them. They're not a very good family, are they? Well, they've had their ups and downs, I guess. Yeah, and you don't like them. I don't really know them. So yeah. I, no, you're not going to make me say you that. Can, you're completely <laughs> indifferent to them, aren't you? I am indifferent to them. Yeah, like most of the public nowadays are pretty indifferent to the royal family. Oh, I'd imagine so. In I'd a imagine. way, you're perfectly suited. Yeah. Because you've just perfectly described the Ferrera family. Well, <laughs> nobody's really interested. They're mostly indifferent to them. They've had their ups and downs, but overall they're shit. You're not a fan of the royal family? What, were you, were you a fan of the Ferrera family? Well, yeah, obviously. Why? Well, because I was in it. Well, you'd be in the royal family <laughs> if you get in there, wouldn't you? You'd be a fan of that again and have a corgi. <laughs> have a corgi? Be in the royal family, Raji, please. No. Raji, please be in the royal family for me now, thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just made Ed Raji. Really himself with coffee. <laughs> Raji, please may you be in the royal family, thanks. <laughs> Please do it for us. Well, if they reply, then I'll, I'll consider it. Well, they will definitely reply. Do you think? Yeah, they've got to reply. I'd like it if the Queen wrote back saying, no way, you're that cunt that ruined EastEnders. Do you think she'd use that sort of language? I reckon she doesn't look quiet. Do you reckon the Queen has ever said cunt? She must have said it. I bet what? she said it. When she shouts through to the woman who works in the kitchens. Beatrice! <laughs> Stop ringing that fucking dinner bell! <laughs> we'll eat it cold, you cunt! <laughs> we have guests! Look! Roger James! What's your letter, Ed? Right, well, Ed Roger, Wood Gamble. We're not going to get you anything. We're not going to start anything that's going to be successful, are we? Exceptional, exceptional teenager, Ed is. It's, oh! He's been asked to be on Big Brother. Ah, uh, yes! I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Have you turned it down? Yeah. Oh, you should. You should have. What was it for? I know um, it's for Big Brother, Big but Brother what was the theme celebrity. You can't be in it, Raji. It's for teenagers. But they're, they're letting celebrities take over the Big Brother house, Raji. Like celebrities That's the point of it, yeah. They put in these teenagers or like 18 to 21 year olds and then celebrities take over the house and become Big Brother. Oh, really? Maybe you could do that. You could do that, Raji. Oh, do you know what I, I watched? Big Brother, but... Accidentally, I watched Cirque de Celebrity. Yeah. I watched about two minutes of it. I can see no good reason why you're not on that. I would, <laughs> Literally no yeah, good I reason. I wouldn't have actually minded doing something like that because you get to do all that training. And well, why don't you get your agent? What's he called again? We all forget. What's he called? Barry. 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 Get Barry to ring him up and see if he can be in Three, it's bound to be recommissioned. I don't know. I just, see, I don't know what I think about the whole. Well, I do know what I think, but the, the idea of being involved in a reality TV show does kind of. But at the same time, you really want to have a go on a trampoline. <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind having a go at the actual things that they do. That's yeah, the thing exactly. about it. It's a pisser, isn't it? Yeah. Go on, set the celebrity. I, I literally knew no one that was on it. I might just run away and join a real circus. One bloke off. Boyzone. Oh yeah, that's Shane. That's right. What, Shane that's Ritchie? Right. No, not Shane Ritchie. <laughs> but I saw him um, Who? doing Shane. Shane Ritchie? No, not Shane Ritchie. <laughs> the guy from Boyzone. Which one? Oh. Which one was it? Shane. Oh, Shane Ritchie. No, not <laughs> Shane Ritchie. Stop it. Go on. He was doing the thing with the the fireballs on the end of the string. It's boring this sense and join the middle of. Uh, Ed, your right. letter. So as I was saying, Raji, we're not going to get you into anything at the beginning and then it becomes successful because you ruin it before it can really pick up exactly. any steam. So right. you're the reason that the things that you've been in haven't worked. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what we need to do is put you into something that's already really successful and everyone knows about it. No, hang on. What? Because that did happen on EastEnders. Yeah, but we'll see how it works out, shall we? I'm not sure that somebody could bring down two things like he has. Right, okay. So is, is it a national institution? Well, it's sort of. You've got to hear the letter to All right, okay, okay. Okay? Dear Hogwarts. Brilliant. What? <laughs> what? Hogwarts. That's Hogwarts. a fictional place. Shut up. Not according you? to you, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to you, you mental case. Oh, Dear Hogwarts. Right. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Ro- Kaboom! <laughs> Sorry about that. That was only my bloody wand going off like it sometimes does in my hand. <laughs> 
Anyway, as I was saying, my name is Raji James, and I want to be a proper wizard. Yeah. I've read all seven of your school brochures, and I think it sounds brilliant. School brochures? <laughs> what? I don't, I'm not going to get my sis, because I haven't actually read Harry the books. Harry Potter! Yeah, I haven't read them, so... Well, don't worry about it. You don't, you don't have to get it, as long as we find it funny. Yeah, all right. I don't know if this will help, but I have glasses just like that other bloke what used to be at Hogwarts. <laughs> Does having shit eyes make you a better wizard? <laughs> I hope so. I also have a scar just like that bloke. I don't know if it is in the shape of a lightning bolt, though, because it's on the back of my head and I can't see it. Most likely, it's in the shape of a grill from a Ford Cortina. <laughs> Fair point, well made. <laughs> the main reason I want to be a wizard is that I want to do wicked cool spells. I can already do a few spells. I can do this one where I suddenly forget half the alphabet. All I need... All I need to do is smack my head with a wok. What? Watch! Ow! See? No, I can... Maybe half the alphabet. Oh, jeez. Phew! I think it's come back now. Let me just check. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, and V, W, X, Y, and Z. Think good for that. <laughs> Pause. There goes O again. But, <laughs> but it must have come back again. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to write O goes come otherwise and wouldn't just then. <laughs> I'm getting distracted. Stop distracting me, brain. The main spell I want to learn is how to magic up a fun fair in my back garden, so when my kids come over, they don't just sit there looking bored and angry. <laughs> That's, you've been horrible again. <laughs> I do have a trampoline out there, but what most people don't know is that halfway through building it, I ran out of money and couldn't afford the bouncy bit in the middle. <laughs> so every morning I have to jump on the grass and imagine. In, not... ma in many ways, having a good imagination is the best magic of all, apart from making a fire horse. <laughs> making a what? A fire horse, Raji! What's a fire horse? They're ones that you like making if you could. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go into my imagination zone now. Stop it! Ooh, cheeky. Oh, no, that's naughty. You're so dirty. Did you see that? I'm not going to tell you everything about what I imagined, but let's just say it involved an ice pop, lots of crying, and Ben Shepherd dressed as Prime Minister. <laughs> ben Shepherd. Nice, nice time. Like Anywho, I hope you will accept me into Hogwarts. I will now disappear into a puff of smoke. Shit, I burnt myself with a fag. <laughs> Bye now, Raji James. Right. Like and do you know how I sent it? This is how horribly unemployed I am at the moment. I put it in a nice envelope. Yeah. Went to King's Cross. <laughs> put, put it between platforms 9 and 10 and wrote on it, Could you just take this to Hogwarts when you're going back for the new term? <laughs> I said I'd get you on telly and I did. Yep. I've got you on deal or no deal. Thank you. 17th of January 2008. Yeah. So that's to look forward to. Excellent. Because it's your first work since... Since what? Doctor Who, I guess. Doctor Who. No, since. What have you, what have you done since Doctor Who? Uh, kick in Australia. We're not counting that. Why? Because it's not real telly. It's a whole series. In Australia, that's not real television. Um, and did movies since then? No. What telly have you done since Doctor Who? Uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. There we go. That was it. That was when you were fucked with the Hungarian mafia. I love how you fucked with the mafia. <laughs> so, um, Doctor Who, but it still still pays you good money, Doctor Who, don't it? You do all right off repeats and stuff, and of course you've I've got had a couple of repeat checks coming up. 
And I've got the signing the coming up. social event of the year. First of December, a day for celebration. Yeah. It's a day for celebration at the best of times, but it's a definitely a day for celebration when Raji James is doing a signing. Yeah. Four hours long it's going to be. That's right. Seriously. I'm such optimistic. I know. Well, I've written to them already about it. So where is it, Raji? Go on, plug it up. Uh, it's uh, the Who Shop in East Ham. Oh, right, okay. That's London, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, so, yeah. And you're there from 12 till 4. Is it 12 so they're, looking, they're looking forward to having you, I think. They, they seem to be. Um, Very much I went, so. went on the website, actually. Me too. To oh, see, have you? Um, I haven't been on there. To see how they were plugging it. Yeah, right. there's, a, there's a very... Uh, they haven't mentioned the podcast. No, but they've mentioned some films you've done, Roger. Yeah, right. And I'm not sure, were you in The Guru? No! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they said you'd be in. Oh, they don't. Yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And who was it who was in The Guru, Roger? Well, it was Jimmy Mystery and Emil Marwa. Yeah, unless, unless they think you're the Graham. Yeah. Which I doubt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's on there. It says the Bill Eastenders and the Guru, of course. No, so, yeah. they... I think it's oh, East is East as well. Yeah. It's terrible. But we're all looking forward to it, though. I think I'm going to get a copy of the Guru on DVD. I bet you can get it for, like, three quid in Tesco or something. Don't I'm going to get that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that day <laughs> and get Raji to sign it. In fact, me and Ned are going to be the queue. Are you? Yeah, we're just going to go all the way around. Like, we are you... definitely going. We're definitely coming to it. No, if I've got a gig that day, I'm cancelling it. I don't right. think I have, actually. I'm going to cancel it. Okay. I've got I've got a friend coming as well. Bring them. That's yeah. three, then. So that's yeah, three of us. We're going to be the queue because I don't think. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be there. Well, we'll see. Because you said to me, no, no, they've they've already told me there's been a lot of support for it. Well, they they sent me a message yeah, saying that... there's a lot of interest. Yeah, yeah, that's me and Ed. Yeah. Oh. That's me and Ed sending them messages. Oh, have you been? Is what's happened. Oh. I've, I've struck up a dialogue with them. Haven't right. talked about the guru things. I, th- I find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they've put that. On and by the, the way, me and Ed aren't signing any autographs that day. No. I mean, we're not being prima donna or anything like that. We're not being snobby about. Should we it. not take some podcast stuff? Listen, right. This no, day, this day is about you. This is Roger. your day. We're not doing it. And it's the Doctor Who shop, so I'm risking it going in there. Because if anyone recognises me, I'm Doctor Who. They starts asking me for autographs and things. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to take any of your glory away, Roger. Okay. So I'm signing fuck all that day. And Roger, we can yeah. get some good photos because they've got a TARDIS in there. Yeah, you can stand by that. Have they? The one that they used in the Peter Cushing films. Really? Yeah, they've got that TARDIS there. Okay, so we could do what like I did at the, the Who convention where I recreated my death scene bit. Well, did you die by being hit by a TARDIS? <laughs> oh, you said TARDIS, didn't you? For some reason I pictured Dalek when you said TARDIS. This is just some of the great anecdotal fun you were going to have <laughs> 1st of December That's when Roger makes his PA at the, the Who are you shop. Gonna, are you going to do speech and answer questions as well? Well, I haven't been asked to. Oh, I hope he does. What, what, what if some of the fans, say two of the fat ones, just start shouting out questions? <laughs> if I can answer questions, I will. Well, you'll have to, won't you, when two of the fat fans start yeah. shouting. <laughs> to, oh, you two, you mean? Yeah, when we start shouting and acting all obsessive. Well, I might dress up as you. I, th- I think we should both go dress up as him. Yeah. And you can't tell anyone that you know us. Right. Okay. Yeah, how about we do okay. that? Okay. That'd be good fun, actually. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Because yeah. we're in, um, speaking of Doctor Who, because I was in Doctor Who as well. I don't know if you know that. I knew that. I was in Doctor Who in the last series. I was in that episode with the scary statues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blink, I was in that, playing a brilliant character. Banter. A lot of backstory to that character. A lot of... Not a lot of story seen in the actual episode, though. Well, you can gloat all you want, but in the Doctor, in, gloating, in the Doctor Encyclopedia, Raji, yeah, which I looked at the other day, I looked at my entry and I looked at your entry and I took, I got an entry. I took the liberty of counting the words. Right. You've got fifty-five words and I've got sixty. So how do you feel about that, Raji? You've got sixty words. I've got sixty words. My little three-minute character. You didn't even say sixty words your, in the episode. And for your, <laughs> and for your two episodes. 
you've got 55 words. <laughs> and the other thing, there's, there is a picture of you there. That's what you is do. Is there a picture you of you? You do win on that now. How many words does that count as then? That's got to count at least 10 words. It doesn't count as any words. It counts as 25p because it looks like it's been taken on a mobile phone and sent in a text message. What? <laughs> Your picture, amongst yeah. all the other nice pictures, it's just a pixelated picture of you. Oh. It looks like they took it, they caught you at the job centre by surprise. Oh, and that's also a shame. on the downside as well, they have spelt my name wrong. <laughs> Your name or your character's Raj, name? Roger, my, my So that sort of ruins it a little bit, doesn't it? Not really, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really care What have they put? It. They've just dropped an R out of it. It's my real name, not Ray Peacock, it's my real name. And um, they've, they've left an R out of my second name. So... Bullsworth. Bullsworth. <laughs> Bullsworth it is, as opposed to Bullsworth. Excellent. But that's okay, because I don't even care, because it, it looked like a shit book anyway. <laughs> and I didn't even want it. And also, after my entry as Banto, the character Banto, there's another entry, which is Banto's shop. Oh. Which is the shop that works, I didn't count that. You didn't count that? But I imagine that's another hundred words or so, so... Right. I've got a shitload of words in that book. So there's lots about you then, and not yeah, so much about me. Not well, I'm not even in it, so... <laughs> um, so are we looking forward to it? Yeah! It's four hours, though. We'll be there Maybe for the we'll whole thing. Maybe we'll do question answer bit. I think it's going to probably get to the point where we're doing Scrabble. <laughs> Uh, do you not think four hours is optimistic? I don't know. I, I know don't... you're well known and stuff. I don't know how these things work. But would people come out to... Well, I did have a lot of people queuing when I did that convention that were specifically there to see me. You know what you mean is that the queue for Colin Baker went past your table. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can see a lot of people queuing doesn't mean it's for you. Oh, uh, right. You've got to bear in mind that you've got literally no one else to back you up on this. It's just, it, this day, 1st of December, the Who Well, shot. is there other people there? Is it not no, it's you. Is it just, just me? It's just, just four you. hours. Oh, wow. This is going to be awful. So anyone listening could come. Yeah, just please, come, please come. come. 1st of December. You don't have to like Doctor Who. You're the Who shop. Yeah. Just bring. Just print out a poster of the girl off your computer. <laughs> or goodness gracious me or something. Just I wasn't in that. I know, oh, but that's, I what's, that's oh, what's right. funny. Oh, I see. Right. Just... Basically, print out a photo of an Asian actor. It could be anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. Bring it along and it's signed by Roger James. <laughs> if you do Aunt Malik, though, you have to be aware that I have actually worked with him and he did play my dad, so it won't be as funny. It'll it's... be funny to yeah, me. it'll be pretty funny. Who would be the best person for someone to turn up with a photo of? That Pol isn't Pot. Me? Pol Pot. <laughs> Gandhi. Gandhi with, Gandhi air, with be... air drawn on it. <laughs> Chris Akabusi. Chris Akabusi would be... <laughs> Victory Bogo. <laughs> no, 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 definitely. Vic, no, definitely Vic. Right, that's the best one out of all. If it's not anyone definitely else. bring Vic. It's right. If you don't bring a photo, you've got to bring a photo of Victory Bogo and, <laughs> and get it signed by Raji. That's what I'm gonna do. I've got so many things planned out there. I can't wait for it. I'm really should be fun it. actually. Yeah, should be fun. Not for you. No, I think it's, I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> we should get loads of people down dressed as all different characters from the Guru. <laughs> oh, I just have him in the middle proclaiming that he wasn't in it. <laughs> Saying that he was. So I think if we can convince you by the end of the day that you were in the guru, <laughs> then that'll be the job done. Right. Well, that's not yeah. going to happen because I wasn't in it. Let's break him down. Can you imagine? Imagine if, if your ex or any of your other exes find out they know where you're going to be that day. Now they could come and cause hell of a scene, couldn't they? Most most of my exes know where I am. If anyway. you've got any mental exes, yeah, which appear to be collecting at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> then. Maybe your mental exes could come down 1st of December at the Who store. And uh, the Who shop. Is it, what is it store? The, the Who shop? shop, I think. The Who shop. The Who shop in London. East Ham. East Ham in London. That's funny. Wait, you could never make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to dress out as someone as the guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just come yeah. down in your normal clothes. You've got you've got to dress up as someone out the guru <laughs> to come down and meet Raji. We should get the Who shop to make that the condition of coming to meet you. Do you think I should contact them and say about no. the guru business on the side? No, no, ab absolutely not. Please do not have that changed. I think it's hilarious. I think you should 
contact them and say, I forgot to mention when we booked this, but could you make sure you put on all the posters and things that people must come in traditional dress? In traditional dress. <laughs> don't explain any more yeah. than that. Just and saying, they're not allowed to directly look me in the eye. <laughs> yeah, in my traditional dress. Yeah. In my traditional yeah. From my culture. Is that, yeah. How many is people are going to show up in Chinese clothes? <laughs> <laughs> so, right, just say, right, and you know, say, they've got to come in, in my traditional dress because 1st of December is a special day in my culture. Is it? And, <laughs> oh, I see what you write. You just write that down yeah. and then don't explain it. But I've not really had any contact with and them. Then, really. And then if they're out back to you going, what, what special day is it? Then just send them all back going, well, if they just, message just put me. like, ha ha, oh god, I, I think we all know. Yeah, good one. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Can you imagine? What? If you got assassinated at the signing. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. I don't completely want it to happen. <laughs> I, wouldn't that be exciting? Well, just wounded then, because then publicity would be at yeah. an all time high. Just clipped. Clipped on your shoulder. Okay. <laughs> what? Raji! Raji! Oh my god! Security! Medic! <laughs> and you just, you just like going, Ray, Ray, get Ray! Get Ray for me! Get Ray, get Ray! If you get shot, will you do it? Will I do that if I get shot? Right, okay, yeah, alright. All right. You're going to shoot me now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by the look in your eye, you're actually thinking it might be worth doing. I can't rule it out. <laughs> probably noticed, listener, that um going on a bit this show, dragging on, because we're doing a feature-length one this week, because hey. we missed one last week. Is that so what we're doing? I've decided to treat treat the listener to an extra-long podcast, okay. and it could, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure that I'd enjoy listening to one this long. Right. Um, so I thought what we'd do, like Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, just break it up a bit. Yeah. Stick an intermission in. Do you think? Yeah, a little bit of rest time, so we'll do that now. Okay. Just have a little rest, so if you want to go and... We're not going to say anything interesting now at all. Right. You can have a coffee, right? So you want to go have a little rest? Then. Um, yeah, I might go and do some coffees. Excuse me. And before you, uh, well, the problem we've got is what? normally in an intermission you'd have a bit of music, wouldn't you? So yeah. Maybe Raji could. What? Just do a little bit of music for us. Just... How can I do a bit of music? I haven't got an instrument or anything. Well, just make do it with your mouth. What are you talking about? Just do a little bit. Come on, people are just having a rest now, so come on. What are you talking... Raji, stop making this section interesting. I'm not making it interesting. Just do a bit of music, come, come on. on. What sort of music? Anything. Anything. Intermission music, like Muzak. But I don't know any music. Well, people are, people are going to go off for a cup of tea, but they'll probably be listening in the background. Right. So they want to know that it's, you know, it's still here, it's not started again. Don't worry, it's not started again, stay in the kitchen. Okay. Um, so you should do music, and then when the music is finished, then? Um, you can start it, that's it. I don't know, don't know that one. I had the idea of a song in my head, but then I realised I didn't know the tune. What was the idea of it, what was it? Um, the lullaby one. You like meatloaf, don't you do some meatloaf for us? Um, I like Meatloaf. You like Meatloaf. That, that hell's my favourite album of all time. Is it? Like, in an ironic way. I think it's absolutely. I think it's genius. It's a good album. Majestic. Um, uh, I'm trying to think one of the tracks on it. Yeah. Well, of, course, of course, there's Battles of Hell. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> couldn't actually start the tune to that. Okay. I was trying to think of one that I'm. Sirens are screaming. To. Sirens are screaming. Wait, I can't sort of recall tunes in my head. Alright. Just do the words then, like a recital. I don't know that either. Um, could do. What are you at the weekend, Ed? You got anything planned? Uh, nothing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, think of a tune that I've thought of recently. Uh, I've got nothing planned for the weekend. No. I've got a weekend off. But oh, be nice. I'm, I'm oh, by the way, I remember the name of that woman. Lee Matty. Shush a minute. It was Lee Matty that was. What was Lee Matty? My voiceover agent. You know, you asked me the other day. By the other day, do you mean the six last, weeks ago? The last series. Yeah. 
Was it the last series? No, I think it was the first. Can you stop squeaking, please? Sorry, it's my shoes. I think it was the first one of the series. Oh, right. Um, I remember No, I've got Deal or No Deal tomorrow. Thursday and Friday, yeah. I'm doing Deal or No Deal, and then Saturday I'm off. Okay. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. I can't remember the next bit. Well, you couldn't remember the first bit, could you? What what was that? That was trying to be not a dry eye in the house. That's not on Bat Out of Hell. Oh, is it not? No. Oh. That's from Welcome to the Neighbourhood. Oh. There's also there's a song on Welcome to the Neighbourhood called Martha, which is an old Tom Waits song. Don't know. It's beautiful, beautiful song. Heartbreaking, yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. Oh. It's about somebody that was in a relationship with someone, and they broke up, but they carried on loving each other, and then in their old age, he got back in touch with her again. They'd, they'd gone off and both had families and stuff, and they each got back in touch with her, just saying that he just he loved her all that time. Oh. And the promise that he made to her that he'd love her forever was true. And, yeah. It's a lovely song. It's very, lovely. very, it's very sad. I defy you not to cry. Oh. But so you're in the middle of dum 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 dum. Yeah, I can't remember the rest of that bit though. Uh... Don't be sat there thinking this is shit, by the way, because it's not meant to be good. It's it's a, it's an interlude. Yeah, yeah. Should we uh, have pop, popcorn or anything? Or? I've got some pancake mix. <laughs> just have water. Just no. add water to it, and, and then it makes pancakes. Actually, you know, it might be, it might be add, you add milk. Okay. Um, dum, 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 this is what dum, we're like. Dum, dum. Just shush a minute. Dum, shush a minute. Yeah, that is East End, is what you're doing. Dum 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 This is what we're like in real life. This this is if you ever wondered what we were like, you know, obviously we can't be like we are on the podcast all the time. This is this is us normal. Do you know which one that was? Eastenders. No, it wasn't. It was clearly Eastenders. It was two out of three ain't bad. Do it again. Anyone can fall in love. No, that's not how I started. Right, do it now. Do it again, but start it with the drums from EastEnders. Uh, Look at him pretending he doesn't know what the drums on EastEnders were like. I remember it. I remember the duff. duff. It's because you never got a duff to duff. Duff, 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 duff. Brilliant. How how many did you have of those? Duff duffs? I think I had two. Okay, that's not bad. One of your family had none. Yeah, Amit had none at all. No, Amit did. Ray didn't have any. Oh, was it Ray that didn't yeah, have? I thought Amy had. Oh no, Amy had the most actually. That's right. Yeah, Ray didn't have any. Ray didn't have any. Even the episode in which he was supposedly dying, and that was the big cliffhanger at the end. It yeah. duff duffed on Tarek. <laughs> Isn't that always the way, though? Yeah, you can duff duff on someone else. Yeah. Uh, the amount of times that he's duff duffed on Tarek. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot actually. Yeah, the times duffed a lot. Right, let's start this again. Come on, back in now. Starting again. Hey. Ready. What for? Think I'm ready for the grand unveiling. What? Of Raj's Comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raj's Comics. So, in the last episode of the Radio Got Podcast, we set up. Brilliant, break that. Um, I hate when you come to my house and break things. I didn't break anything. I've had a flood, by the way. What? I've had a flood in my house. Yeah, I saw yeah, the marks yeah. on the ceiling. Pretty bad, eh? Yeah. It looked really bad. Pretty upsetting. Came home after a long week away last week. Said so two, two or three foot of water. Well, I'm slightly exaggerating there. <laughs> but the kitchen was flooded. It was horrible. It's not nice coming down to that sort of thing. It's really not nice after no, a week no, away. It's not. And I was feeling a little bit sensitive around the edges anyway. Look, maybe slightly emotional. Did you have to just leave it and sort of go to bed or anything? Because I know you'd have been tired before you travelling. Or did you have to? Yeah, what I did. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, what well, I did, Roger? I walked to my house. I was like, "Oh, look at that! There's like a waterfall coming through the ceiling." Then I'll go to bed. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Was it? I'll like just leave still... it there and go to bed. No, but I didn't know if it was still happening or if like the flood. Probably just be a dream. I'm not gonna bother. It was. It was still happening. It was still happening. I had to turn the water off in the house. Oh, 
Oh, like a proper grown-up man. <laughs> I had to find the water thing to turn the water Stop off. Stopcock. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Though? Was it because you did an extra big poo and it just all overflowed? It wasn't, no. It, didn't, it wasn't overflowing over the top of the toilet. It was, it was underneath the toilet. And um, just a bar, like a tube, it just eroded away. Was it clean water or wheel? It was clean water. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but either way, in the last podcast, we um, set up... I, I said to you, Raji, why don't you do your own comic? Yeah. Because you've got a lot of time on your hands and nothing to do. Yeah. So why don't you do your own bloody comic every week and make it up? Yeah. And you agreed to that. You said, well, yeah, you, you said yes, Ray, that's a brilliant idea. I actually I'll do an entire comic for the next episode. No, you said And then we had an episode off, gave you a free week, because you had two weeks to do it. I didn't, though, because I had to still back, come and do an episode. You've come back with one sheet. Well, you didn't have it with you at all last week. Only because we didn't get to record that bit. I did actually have it in the bag. You just never asked me oh, to get it Oh, you had it in your bag and just didn't mention it? Well, you didn't say. We didn't get to that bit. You quat. <laughs> you utter quat. What's a quat? It's cunt and a twat all mixed up. Oh. <laughs> right, right, so so you've done one sheet of A4. Part of the comic strip, yeah. Now, there is a floor. Brilliant. There is a floor. Have <laughs> you see. seen it there? Right, there is a floor. I'm not looking at it yet. There is a flaw in this plan, insofar as this is an audio medium. Right. And yeah. you've created a visual... Could we could we put it on the MySpace site or something? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so, Ed. <laughs> I've tried to bear that in mind. I've tried to keep the visuals economical, right. so you don't have to describe them too much. Well, I'll, just, I'll describe what's happening in, in the comic strip. You appear to need ink in your printer. Yeah, I do. The printer ran out of ink. Um, it's printed. Because it, it's, main, <laughs> it's mainly pink. <laughs> Bits of it, yeah. I'll tell you what, Raji, the pinks in this are brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> The pink in this is... That top bit shouldn't even be pink. It should be like red and yellow. Like well, if you look, Raji, it's all pink. I know there's a lot of pink there. Yeah. And, and maybe and there's just a little slight bit of blue here and there, which looks like it's in 3D. Right, so here's... here's it's like I've invented a 3D comic, in a way. Yes, you have invented the... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You've invented a no, 3D comic. Right. No, no, you're right, no, you're right, Roger, you're right. Okay, so the top of the sheet says uh, it's it's like a big star. It's got writing over the top of it. It's the title of the comic strip. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Dave and His Amazing Shop, where he fixes electrical things and then extraordinary things happen there. <laughs> so that's the title. Sounds good. Snappy and good. Oh, it sort of says what it is, you know. Yeah. It's, kind of... it's good to lay it all out, though. There's a bit of right? clip art next to it of a like looks like a convenience store. It says Dave's on the front. That's his shop. That's the logo for it. Yeah. So six boxes. It's a comic strip. Uh, won't go as far as graphic novel. Because obviously, in time, what will happen is it will just get known as it's Dave's. Better. In time, what will happen is it'll, just be, it'll be good. Well, it'll just be known as Dave's. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. So that logo with Dave's written on it, that will just be the bit at the top. Like that new TV channel that's just come out, Dave. Dave. Oh. So that's kind of ruined your thunder, there, hasn't it? This is Dave's. They had a bottom weekend on on, on Dave over the. Weekend. Did they? I said it was a bottom weekend. It was strictly the same four episodes bottom over and over again. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, so there's, there's four boxes. Uh, sorry, six boxes. Uh, the first one goes thus. There's a picture of a man behind a till, and there's also a picture of a hand with a radio on it. It says one quiet day. The hand. The hand doesn't with say the one radio quiet day, says, says one quiet day in a box. The hand top. with the radio says, "Dave, my radio isn't working." And then the man behind the counter saying, "Okay, well let's have a look then." So it's a talking hand already quite surreal. Yeah. No, obviously the person's off screen. Uh, b- 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 Chill out, Roger. Come on. Come on. Take a chill pill, Roger, for fuck's sake. Then in the second box, Dave tried to turn it on. There's a picture of a radio and, and a hand again. Another hand. And the hand is saying, hmm, <laughs> it's really not working. See? Establishing that the yeah, radio so already isn't working. In two boxes, you've moved the story along nicely. <laughs> yeah. Now the third box. Oh, this is interesting because in the third box, it's Dave still, the drawing, but it, we appear to have completely redesigned what he looks like. <laughs> Well, you've seen him from a different angle. He started off start. almost childlike, and, and now, now, he, now he looks like the Rock from the Mummy Returns. He really does. He's got like he's got a ponytail now for some reason. Yeah, he's about three times the size that he was before. <laughs> uh, apparently, it says so. Dave took it to his workshop. Dave's workshop in an electrical shop, I might add. Yeah, a bit of a saw in it. Yeah. <laughs> A, tr- a trowel? Is that a trowel? Is a trowel? It's one of those things that you do for plastering. Yeah. Very important in electrical shops. 
and um, he's checking the radio in his workshop by hitting it with a hammer. <laughs> well, that sometimes makes things work, you know, like when you see. Does people... it? What, what things is that? The only thing that, that makes work is a starter motor sometimes. Well, or, sometimes, or nails. Sometimes you can bang yeah. things and That work. makes nails work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I had to borrow that bit of clip art. I started drawing it and I didn't do it very well and I got the arms and the perspective all wrong so I ended up finding right. that picture and put that in instead. Well anyway, Dave's hitting the radio with his hammer in his workshop and, he, and he's thinking, hmm, again. He's very inquisitive. Yeah, though, isn't he? he thinks May- a lot. He's, he's thinking, hmm, maybe if I try this. Now, I'm almost certain that this won't work. Right. <laughs> hitting it with a hammer but let, let's see what happens in box four. In box four we have that lovely hand back again. You need the customers back from the We've first got the radio. In fact, in fact, box four is identical to box two in everything apart from on the wall it says it's got a calendar with a two on it. Yeah, and also there's noise marks coming out of the radio. Okay, so it's it's handling the radio. Dave tried to turn it on again, and the radio's saying, Hear the news, yeah. H-E-R-E. That should say hear the <laughs> yes. should be apostrophe S there. But also... Shut up! That sort of deliberate error, yeah. that's what makes it of value oh. as a first edition. Shut up. Dave tried to turn it on again. Hear the news on Thursday the 3rd of November. Yeah, see what I've done there. It says 3rd on the radio, but on the wall it says 2nd. Is that yeah. another misprint? No, I see where it's going with a second. Box 5 is Dave on the telephone. Yeah. He's gone back to his normal looking Yeah, he's, he's back, he's back he's being back a child again. He's reasonably the same as he was in box one. And he's saying, Hey mum, guess what? The most amazing thing. I fixed this radio and now it tells tomorrow's news. Yes, tomorrow's. I know. But I can't explain it because I'm running out of speech bubbles. <laughs> oh fucking hell, Roger. <laughs> What? That's a cringe making. Why is that cringe? I thought it was a really nice touch to kind of. What? Oh, oh self-referential. Box yeah, six. Break down the edifice of the piece. In box <laughs> six, there's a picture of, of Dave's head and a thought bubble coming out of his head. With inside it, what can only be described as Shilpachetti. <laughs> it's not Shilpachetti. <laughs> it, it's a it's a lady doing like Bollywood dancing. Yeah, in a sari. She looks like what? She looks like Shilpachetti. Do you think that looks like Shilpachetti? Oh, okay. And it says, and so Dave's thoughts return to his lost love Jane, stranded hundreds of miles away in. Lester to be continued. What? <laughs> what is? What's that? How's that? Because he's he's now got this amazing thing that he's discovering, and obviously as the story continues, you see how he, he uses these amazing things that happen, like the radio tells tomorrow's news, and he's obviously going to find a way of using that. Yeah. When I said what's to, that, I didn't mean so much as in where's it? Oh, where's this plot going to go? I was like, what the fuck is that that you brought? I think what's going to happen. That's my comic. It's, it's dreadful. A is oh, Jane, Jane going to die on the radio in the day? The day. No, it won't all be about just and the radio. There'll be like a fridge that every time you open it, the food appears and stuff. And it's yeah, well, that's what usually happens in a fridge. You open it, you can see the food. No, you shut it, the one, door's in the way. In this one, when you first look, it's empty, and then you shut it, think of a food, open it, and then the food will appear. But what, well, the, the, and what's the story there? It's just that amazing thing. That's not happen. a story, it's an event. Yeah, but that, that yeah, but each, That's an idea yeah, that you each, can literally take nowhere. No, because each call of, each call story has a central event that the drama reacts to. What would, all right, well, all right, what would happen in the one where food appears in the fridge? What would happen in that? Well, obviously, the person who brought him the fridge... Where's the, where's the element of, of disharmony? Well, what I was thinking was, is the person who brought him the fridge, they have an argument, and the person who brought him the fridge eventually takes the fridge back, yep. right? And Dave offers to buy it off them and all of that. And then when they get it home, they realise that the fridge only works like that yep. in Dave's shop. So that all these things, Dave tries to give back to people... So within three issues of this comic, it's, we basically won't be able to see Dave for stuff. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have an It'll extension Oh, Dave's in his shop again. you have to take our word for it, though. He is there in the background somewhere. No. He's is this going to go away from being a fucking comic strip to Where's Dave? <laughs> is it literally like going to be like Where's Wally from now onwards? Where you, do... you just have one picture and say Where's but... Dave? Is in his shop somewhere? Can you find him amongst these fridges and kettles and fucking hammers? Well, <laughs> that could be a spin-off. No, it could be a spin. How are you going to spin? 
spin-offs work because they spin off from something good. Well, that will be good. It, will it be won't good. be good. That's like it's a spin-off already. What do you mean? What's that a spin-off of? I don't know. It's like spin-offs are generally shit. I can't think of a good spin-off, really. Boston Legal is a good spin-off. Yeah, but okay. what's it spinning off from? The practice. Well, it's not technically spinning off the practice. Well, it is, because all the characters in Boston Legal were in the practice. Well, are they? Yeah. It's different characters. It's not, but this is irrelevant anyway. So this is like it's a spin-off already. This is like the shit bit of something that was good. Well, okay, so I work on the good this, stuff. This, this, this is a spin-off of my great idea that you make a comic. Right. So my great idea was brilliant, and your spin-off from it is this, which is shit. But that's just a start, though. It's not even a start. What do you think is going to happen with this bit of paper now? What do you think it's ever going to be a collector's item? It might be, if we signed it and stuff, and, and like you said, we're going to do printouts of it and put them places and send people to find it. No, I said, if you make a comic, we'll hide them in newsagents, is what I said. <laughs> right. Just make two. That This will never be worth anything ever. I, I, I disagree. All right, well, what? What? Oh. oh, what'd you do that? What about now? What are you doing that for? Is it worth anything now? Hmm. Now in three pieces? That would that be? Well, I'll tell you what we could do. We could take each piece and place each piece in a different place. Why? And then people could find it and then they'd have to get together. You know, like when you get secret societies and they meet up and they put... It's not Sorry. Double Dragon, Roger. Right. We give we give one piece to three different people in different places. Yeah. Well, no, they find it and then they've got to get together so they can see the complete Or at the story. same time, we could just give it all to the same special school. <laughs> and then those three people would be together already if they had any... Because if they had any interest in getting back together again because of this comic, I would imagine they probably are remedial. Oh, you know See, I'll try and do something nice for you. Or, I'll tell you what the other thing we could do, is there's three of us, so we could have a piece each, and then when we get together, we could each have to do the sort of, uh, have you got your piece? And then you join them together, like you... Alright, so it's four pieces. <laughs> four pieces, that's that idea out the window. And in case anybody thinks, oh, I could go on a quest to, um... Don't set oh, it alive! Come on, to Wait. find it. Oh. That's dangerous. Why are you well, doing that? It's in my house, it's allowed. That counts as a firework. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Well, well done, Roger, and your comic. Can you make a prop one for next week? I'll try, but I do Can try. you draw it with your hands? All right, well, do you know what I want you to do? This is, and this is your homework, and you've got to do it. Agreed? Well, yes, I it agree! Is. Brilliant. Often in magazines and comics and things, they have letters pages. Yeah. Often in letters pages, the letters have been written by the people that run the, run the particularly in porno venues and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or the sports, I imagine. I'm guessing yeah. in the daily sports. Maybe. I'm guessing perhaps in the daily no. sports problem page. I, I think maybe <laughs> possibly have been made up by the people at the Daily Sport. But I, don't, I'm just... I knew a guy whose job it was to do that. Well, there we go. Then. Well, maybe you can get in touch with him. Get in touch with him. Oh, was years ago though. For next for next week, you're gonna do the letters page of your comic. It can be a problem page. It can be a porno page. Anything you want. Anything you want. But you've got to write the letters and the answers. But the answers have got to be from Raji. So you've got to say Raji says. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. All right. Yeah. I reckon I can do that. And it's got to be proper. Okay. We'll do that next week. I'll do it best I can. Roger. What? By the time this podcast comes out, it's November now. Yeah. We still haven't sorted out Christmas yet. What do you mean you haven't sorted out Christmas? <laughs> well, there's already adverts on the television for Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even sorting out what we're going to do yet for Christmas. Me and I don't know what we're going to do yet. And we want to. What do you mean what we're going to do? We're not doing it. I've got... Roger, can we... Um... <laughs> can me and I want to know if we're... Wherever we're like... Can we come to your house for Christmas, please? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Roger, please may... Please may me and I come to your house for Christmas, thank you. Well, hi. <laughs> But no, I've got no. Listen, oh, I didn't I think he was going to say no. Oh, oh no, but I'll, uh, look, the you've thing got is, loads of rooms in your house. Yeah, we'll but come out for Christmas time. Yeah, but listen, it's not. No, don't say no. Say snow, because I hope it snows. Yeah, say well, snow, and yes, you can. Well, <laughs> look, the thing is, no, because this year, because it's just Christmas, so it's just going to be me and my boys. So I was going to have a cracking one. <laughs> 
beg your pardon? I was going to have a good Christmas well, with them. Well, hang on. No, we should stop that there because <laughs> I set up a section where me and Ed were acting quite childish and stuff. Going, oh, can we come here around for Christmas? And then you turn it into something mucky. That was a sound. What are you talking about, mucky? You're, you're having boys around Christmas and you're going to have a cracking one. <laughs> No, that's not what I said. How you, no, Roger. First off, how are you going to decide which one? No, that's not what you said. That's not what I said. That, that's, no, that, we can wind it back and check. You said, I've got my boys around for Christmas. I'm going to have a cracking a one. Cracking, as in a good one. I don't even want to go to his house for Christmas. No, I'm, I'm going to be implicated in something. <laughs> I don't want to go around his house. Because normally, I'm not I'm not really a big Christmas person, but because this year it's just going to be good. <laughs> you're not, yeah. you're not Santa. I love, I love the idea of you being a big Christmas person, though. You know, if you like putting loads of weight and just walking around with mistletoes all over you, and <laughs> holly and things, walking around Brent Cross going, I'm a, I'm a big Christmas person. <laughs> Raji, please make me and Ed come round your house for Christmas, please. Well, if I'm not going down to my family, you can come round Christmas Day. You can, what? You've done it again. See, what? If you're not going down on your family, then you. What, <laughs> see, <laughs> Why'd you keep ruining this section? Wait, you, uh, I'm not ruining oh, anything. Roger. You're gonna have a crack in a boy and then go down on your family. This is just fucking. What's no. Christmas is, is this what Christmas is in your culture? No, I'll stop that. No, what are you talking about? My culture? No, no. I'm just. I might be going down to my parents. Right, so. well, probably not. If you arranged to do have Christmas, if it was, here's what we will do. Right, this is how many rooms you've got in your house. One and two and three bedrooms. That's the bedrooms. Right? Now, in one of the bedrooms, two beds where the children sleep, and then there's your bedroom, which is where you sleep, and yep. which have a lady. Eve Condon to going back with you. <laughs> and in the third bedroom, it'll be empty at Christmas time. It'll be an empty, an empty Christmas bedroom. Oh. Which will make it all sad. And it's got a double bed in there, and me and Ed are men. Yeah, and Ed and Ray sleeping Ed, in the bed. Ed and Ray can sleep top and toe in the bed. Yep. Right, so <laughs> me and starting to worry me a little bit. Me and Ed sleep, it's not in game. You're the one who's going to crack into a boy. Yeah, I'm, right, so me and Ed are sleeping <laughs> in that room, and then we all come down, and then Christmas morning. What, you want to stay Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then come off and New Year's Eve as well, Roger. Definitely. So Actually, you can come around for New Year's Eve. That'd be really cool. Why? Because I've got no plans for New Year's Eve at all. We could record a New Year's Eve podcast on New Year's Eve. We could do it on New Year's Eve. Imagine we could. That. Imagine we did that. That'd be a waste. We could do a live web <laughs> New Year's Eve cast. Well, we probably couldn't because it's technically probably quite difficult. We could actually do a live cast. And do you know what? I'm sure there's lots of people that would stay in New Year's Eve and have, have a watch of that as opposed to going out. You can access internet from all sorts of things now. Mobile phone devices, yeah, all I'm sorts. Sure, yeah, I'm sure they're in the club. Yeah. Often on New Year's Eve, you get your phone out. It works. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, there are normally network problems. Your, your idea is flawed completely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do on Even Christmas? Even Jules one isn't live. Isn't it? No. What, the Hootenanny thing? <laughs> it's Hootenanny thing. Again, turning the air like... What? I didn't... Um, <laughs> well, you're saying you're going to crack in a child, go down to your children, and then hoot your nanny. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds rude. <laughs> so, Roger, can we come round or not? You can come round Christmas Day, if I'm there. Well, no, we yeah. have to be there for Christmas Eve We've as well. We've got to wake up there. So, what are we going to do or for Christmas Eve? I'm just too excited even just thinking about can it. I, can I bring my mum? <laughs> what? Can I bring my mum or not? How can you bring your mum? I haven't got enough bedrooms. Ed lives with his mum, so he's got to bring his mum as well as his mum. Well, can my mum just come over in the morning in her car then? If you don't bring his mum, then she put him a breakdown on Christmas Day like half a foul at that time, which is your <laughs> fault. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> it was your fault, you ruined it. So what are we having for Christmas Day dinner? Um, I want turkey. Hands up on oh, turkey. No, I don't That's eat. Two. Don't, One, two. Don't, two. don't do turkey. Don't what? like turkey. Oh. Too busy concentrating on your children. Don't what you presents are we getting, please? Uh, I don't know. don't know. Hey, you know what we could do? We could do one of them um, Secret Santa things. You know, we put our names in a hat and we each have to a budget of, say, £10 or something. But there's three of us. Yeah, but you wouldn't know which one of us was buying yours. Well, and of I course would... we would. The one that's wrapped up in yesterday's Sun newspaper <laughs> and has been homemade themselves is the one from 
you. Well, you might know it once you see the present, but you wouldn't know it beforehand. Stop trying to get out of buying us both a present. I'm not trying you to get out of it. Stay for Christmas Eve. Santa. Stay for Christmas Eve, and we'll go to bed, and you and the adults can stay up and chat. Yeah, drink eggnog. And we'll. we'll, we'll or eggnog, I eggnog. Call it. Isn't that what you're drinking New Year's Eve? Eggnog and cherries. <laughs> Sharing. And we'll just have juice and go to bed, but not too much because it'll keep us awake. Yeah, then we're going to get up at three in the morning. And with all our stockings, and Santa's going to come, we'll get our stockings and then we'll come downstairs and have the proper presents. Yeah, get our stockings well, in our bedroom. Hold on, well, well, Stockings well, in our bedroom and come down for our bikes there, that's <laughs> it. No, <laughs> hold on. No, you get all your presents in your bedroom at the end no, of the day. No, this is an African Christmas, Raji. Yeah, Raji, remember? <laughs> they don't even have Christmas in Africa. I heard it in a song. <laughs> they don't even know about it. <laughs> Look, hold on, stop. Right, what, no, listen. You get your presents. Stop, look and listen. Not stop, no and listen. <laughs> look, that's not very catchy for children crossing the road, is it, Raji? When Santa brings the presents, which includes the big present, obviously. Yeah, he present. puts them under the tree because it won't fit in the stocking, Raji. No, family put presents under the tree. That's oh, Raji, you like the Grinch. I'm not like the Grinch. You're ruining Christmas for everyone. I feel like you've stolen my Christmas. <laughs> You see the presents building up on tree in the build up to Christmas. We got no, that's and that's the presents from family. Yeah, then you've got those ones, and then you get your nice stocking with this hat's Hoomer, £10, a mini truck, and a card from Santa saying and, Happy Christmas. And a game for a Wii which gives you a clue about your big present. <laughs> yeah, and then you get the big present from Santa which is at the end of your bed. No, we no. can't be in a bed. If you put it in the bed, we're never going to come downstairs. <laughs> That's part of the point. No, it's not. You get, you get. So Santa knows. We're never going to be able to come downstairs to see you carving the pasty. <laughs> Might have pasty. <laughs> I've got a really bad headache now. <laughs> so you probably noticed by the timbre of my voice mm-hmm. that I brought down the giddiness, brought down the excitement, because today when we're recording this, it's Halloween. We've already had children knocking at the door. Trickle treating. They found out the hard way not to speak to strangers. <laughs> they've they've learned some new words, but we're of course going to have Raj's ghost story now. We didn't have a ghost story in the last podcast, the one a couple weeks ago, because it, it was too good. Yeah, but basically, you flip, when I was doing the edit, yeah, and I listened to the ghost story. I was like, oh, this is actually quite scary. It's quite. Yeah. He's done this quite well. So why you, didn't you use it? Because you fluked it, didn't you? What do you mean a fluked it? You, you did it quite well. well. I reckon I can do that though. I, I yeah, but I don't, I mean, you don't want that. It's got to be rubbish. Why? Because well, to me and I can have our snacks while you're doing it. And what are we going to have? For we sure, we just good... let them mince pies. Oh, piss and shit. You go and get some of the sweets that the kids have got a trick or treat. Actually, yeah, when the next kids come round, just nip the sweets off them. Yeah, and go trick. Yeah, trick, <laughs> trick, 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 <laughs> fuck off. Nick <laughs> their bag of sweets. That's so, ghost story. Right, time. ghost story, Ooh. okay. So, you're making this up on the spot. So, should we do it? Should... Can oh. you please verify for me that you've been speaking to an independent adjudicator and you are going to make this ghost story up on the spot? Yeah, I'm going to make it up on the spot. Just say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Okay, brilliant. Right, can I just ask before start? Can you do toilet? No, <laughs> because this is Halloween today, yeah. but that's the day we're recording it. But by the time it comes out on the podcast, we're going to be nearly at uh, fireworks night. So should I do a firework version or should I do a Halloween version? I am. Um, I uh, just want so to know which theme. Okay, to okay. I, I I couldn't give a fuck. Right. Couldn't care less. Okay. I mean, literally, just do a ghost story. All that's got to happen in it is it's got to be scary. And a three, and a two, and a one, and action. Okay. So one night. Which one? Um, just say which week. Just just fireworks night. Just one cold night right, in winter. On. Okay. Um, 
there's his family and they're, they're, they're driving to go see relatives um, up, up north of England somewhere. Okay. Let's say they're going to... Scotland. No, let's... Well, it could be, yeah. Let's Iceland. say they're, Iceland. they're heading... What do you mean it could be? It could be. Right, right. They're heading to... I know, I know you're making it up. Right. We should make out that it is Okay, real. right. They're, they're heading to this place called Hoik, which is on the borders. It's on the northern line, just at the top. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, they're heading to Hoyk, which is in the country, in the borders between Scotland and England. Right. Okay. And they're travelling... Where from? From London. All right, so they're going... Right, so they're going north. M1, M6. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right, and... Uh, Where are they up to at the moment? Have they stopped servicing any services yet or not? No, they haven't stopped any services. Right, why not? And they're just passing Bedford. What if someone wants a wee? Uh, okay. Bedford isn't too far, though. Right, so they're heading north, and everything's going fine. And they're they're still on the M1, then. And they're still on the M1, and everything's going fine, right? Yeah. And then they, they start going north, and, and uh, they, get, they, they keep going. And yeah, just keep going. Basically, together. that's what you do. Just keep, just keep yeah. going till you get yeah. Scotland. That's but, it. But by accident, oh. right? There's a ghost. They, they, no, they missed the turn into the M6. All right. right. So is this a ghost story so or just what right, happened no. to you today? No, it's all right. No, it's just just right. Right. Yeah, you did get lost. So, so they missed the turn into the M6. That's all right. Still on the M1. But the dad thinks that's all right. We'll do M1A1. He thinks, right? He thinks that'll be fine. Or just cut through to the M6 further up. Right, or he thinks that as well. I think all those things. Right, and they and they got sat never as he's using. No, he's not got sat never. Really well. He's done it loads because they're going to see family. It's not difficult. Right. So they're going north. They're going north. And then suddenly ahead of them, they notice all these yellow flashing lights and stuff. Just roadworks, be roadworks. And the motorway's closed off ahead of them. Right. Why? Because there's been an accident. Involving what? Involving some vehicles. They can't quite see it. They can see there's police cars. They can see there's. That'd be blue lights. That. Yeah. They can see them beyond the yellow. Lights, which is the trafficy police people. Trafficy police. So they've got yeah, yeah. trafficy police people are there. Yeah. And then just outside that is the AA. Right. Yeah, and the yeah. AA and and car recovery people. Yeah. And there's just loads of emergency vehicles and stuff. So it's also quite a big thing. So they have to come off the motorway anyway. Right. So the dad thinks at this point, oh well, I will tell you what, we will head across to the M6. And yeah. He thinks he yeah. kind of knows his way across. Yeah. It was very very well. Just drive straight, straight across. Right. Yeah, but they've been they've been sent off on like a minor um, exit road sort of thing. It's not like onto a big main road. Towards the colliery. Possibly. Right. Right. They don't know the area at all. Right. Right. So anyway, they're driving around. Are the miners there or not? No, I haven't seen any miners at right, all. Okay. Right, okay. And they're driving... But they're on the miners' road. Are they? Where do you want to see? You, miners you said they're underneath. Right. I, I meant miner as in M-I-N-O-R. Oh, I see. Right. So they're on that road and they go in. And the dad's getting a bit frustrated at this point now because they've been driving... Are they real them or not? I find it very away. unbelievable that a man can have a bull's head. What? I know, that's... Sorry, sorry, <laughs> no. My mistake. Sorry, I'm thinking of minor tools. Sorry, go on, carry on. Oh, okay. So he's driving along, and they're getting a bit frustrated, and the kids are now getting a bit anxious because they do need to go to the toilet. And they, they if just kids just let them out the side of the road. Yeah. Well, you can't. Not everyone can do that. And anyway, it's also, it's also quite dark, and it's starting to get. Well, it's so dark they can't find their own cocks. No. What? But, uh, <laughs> what, what children are they? Are they boys or girls? Uh, or one both? of each. The oh, twins. brilliant! Okay. Twins. Twins. Ooh, yeah. Scary. Are they scary twins? Well, not scary. You do scary. get scary twins <laughs> sometimes, do you? Like, shining. yeah, scary. No, ones. they're really cute. They're blonde-haired and they're lovely and they're Ooh, really nice. Oh, like scary like twins! Quite children well. of the corn. Are they dressed the same or not? No, they're not. One's a boy, one's a girl. So anyway, they're travelling for a bit, and they get to the point where the, the husband and the, the wife, wife uh, decide. <laughs> Are they going to your house for Christmas or no? Not? And they think it's well, probably best. there's some room best. that we got. Yeah, Go on. it's probably best if they just actually. They were thinking of doing this anyway, and they think, well, maybe what we should do is just stop up, stop over somewhere for, for the night because it's getting late. Yeah. And um, and they're just driving around. They're a bit lost. They don't quite know where they are. They oh. think they're somewhere in like the Pennines. Or right. Uh, they're really in the confused. Pennines. Yeah, they've seen like signs for Halifax and stuff, and they're getting a bit confused. Well, they're a bit dark. No, you said that the that the M1 was shut. Yeah, but now that they're driving for quite a while, well, they wouldn't get anywhere near fucking Halifax though. Well, they're somewhere. M1 finishes at Leeds. 
Yeah, but no, but they've been driving off the M1. They've been driving through country lanes and all sorts. They don't know where they are at all. Well, then they might as well carry them in the same direction because they're obviously on the way up to Scotland. Yeah, but they got lost. It was dark and stuff, and that's why they. Well, how lost driving. can you be? You can still see Halifax. No, they can't see. <laughs> Halifax. Not that lost, are you? If you see a sign for Halifax, you go fuck it. We're going towards Halifax then. Yeah, but they did start. Now we know where Halifax. we are. They did start heading towards Halifax, but it and disappeared. Then they, and then they saw another sign pointing in the opposite direction, saying Halifax was that way. Oh And this no. has been going on for like which project? This has been going on for like half an hour. Chicken and egg. Right, it's been going on. For like a couple yeah. of hours. Until one of them went, hang on, we're on a fucking roundabout. It's the same sign. <laughs> we just keep going round and round this roundabout. It's what we're doing, Derek. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is what the bloke's called, I've decided. Okay. So anyway, they yeah. decide actually, yeah, it's probably a good, good idea to look for a guest house yeah. or, or a hotel or something. So they're driving <laughs> along and they see this this sign for uh, Halifax. A place, <laughs> a place called um, Halifax. Welcome in. To Halifax. Right. And it's sort of on its own. In, in sort of, they can see. Down further down the road, they can see streetlights and stuff. They can see that there must be a town or a village or something. They don't know probably Halifax. Yeah, probably Halifax. So, yeah. Could be Halifax ahead of them. Go on. Right. So they stop off at this inn. They go, go, and it all seems closed off. Even though downstairs looks like it's a pub and stuff, it all seems shut and it's all very dark. Probably wouldn't even try to get in then. No. Right. It all looks shut. It's like going to the shop and stuff. There's a vacancy shot. sign outside, oh. and they can see a, one light on upstairs. Right. Okay. okay. So they knock the door and <laughs> what? They knock, <laughs> knock on the door. They knock on the door. Knock on the door. They knock on the door. And the man, the man, the landlord. He opens the door and he says, yeah, Hello. can I help you? And, and, uh, You're wet. No, that's Rocky Horror, I remember that. That's Richard O'Brien. And You've uh, arrived on a rather special night. Yeah. It's one of the master's affairs. That's really good. Very good. I think perhaps you'd better both come inside. Right, so he says this to them anyway. I'll do the voices. Um, okay. Because, okay, let's say it is raining. Okay, so he says all of that. So they go in, and the place looks really nice. I mean, it's strange that it's shut and it's empty and all that. And the landlord explains that actually, they've just that weekend finished refurbishing the place. They've just this weekend finished refurbishing the place. And, and that they're not actually due to open until tomorrow. We're not actually due to open until <laughs> um, tomorrow. But that since they've arrived, and since all the rooms are ready anyway... Since you've arrived, and since all the rooms are ready anyway... Then they might as well stay the night. You might as well... Day the night. So they, they fill in the forms and, it, and the book. So they fill in the forms. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Right? So they fill in the forms and stuff. And, right. and actually, you know, and he pours them a drink each and, and all that. Perhaps and, you'd and, like a drink. Yeah. And so they have a little drink and he's, he's actually just finished making some wait, stew. Wait. So, so they have. Oh, that's him opening the bottle. I've got nothing to pour it into. Oh, yeah. I'll point my mouth. I'll just pour it in my mouth. Okay. Get a mic. Come on. I'll just pour you a drink. This is a recipe Shh. for disaster. <laughs> That's what they do it there, Alifax. <laughs> so they anyway, eventually the family get to the room and they're kind of alright and everything's calm and stuff and yeah. they, and they and they, but then they suddenly notice huh. in the room. A ghost. Itself, it's a fucking ghost, isn't it? No, not yet. Alright. Oh, I mean, so there's gonna be one! No, maybe <laughs> Oh my god, if they know that, get out, just get out. No, but they don't know that. Just right. get out. You should tell them now, Roger. They notice that it's really, really cold. The room <gasps> is really, really cold. Tell right? And they look around and they notice that all the windows are shut. And that they put that, and the dad checks the heat. But it's up. shut, though, isn't it? So it's supposed to be shut, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're thinking maybe a window's been left open or something. No, no. You know, the builders or something. Probably wouldn't have put the heat but, on because he's not really expecting anyone that but day. They, he puts his hand on the radio, right. and the radio is hot. Fucking hell. Right? Okay. Right. But the whole room's really cold. <gasps> That's weird. Weird. Okay. And um, anyway, the landlord says to him, he said he's really sorry, but this is actually the only room that's like properly ready. I'm really sorry, but this is the only room that is properly ready. Um, and that it's got like it's got like a one big bed, like. A and it's got bed. like it's got like a one big bed. And it's a chaise lounge sofa type thing. And a chaise lounge sofa type thing. Right. So the dad I don't know why I'm telling you this, you can probably see them as we're in the room now. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So the dad sort of thinks, well, he'll, he'll sleep on the sofa. Derek, this is. Yeah, Derek thinks he'll sleep on the sofa. And mum, Sandra, right, <laughs> thinks <laughs> thinks that her and the kids can sleep in the bed. No, that would be that fine. That doesn't make sense at all, does it? Why, doesn't, why don't they put the children on the sofa? Because they're littler. No, because it's like, it's just a chaise lingerie thing. It's just like, what chaise single lingerie. person yeah. could fit on it? Right. So anyway, so they're all settling down and everything, and the kids are really cold. and they're So mum like, gives them a special cuddle? Well, she's cuddling them, she's cuddling Get them off them. to sleep? Yeah. Oh. And, um, but this room's really Do you know, really Roger, that some tribes, right, and this is true, this, some tribes, I don't know whereabouts, but some tribes do do you'll this. You'll know, Roger, you'll know. It's perfectly acceptable for mothers, if children won't go to sleep properly, uh. it's perfectly acceptable within their culture for the mother to gently masturbate the male children. No! That's true. Uh, and do you know what else is true? What? In Russia, in olden times, um, if a baby was crying in that, they'd yeah. just hang it on a hook, right? What? Not, not, not just in the skin. skin, like on its clothes <laughs> or whatever. And then, uh, if it was crying, what the mum would do would just, if it was a boy, just pop its willy in her mouth just <laughs> yeah. to stop it crying. That's true. No. That's totally true. No, that's not true. It is true. It is, uh, that's completely true. Well, that didn't happen. Okay. You've got, Nothing, you've yeah, got well, an excuse yeah, now, well, well, Yeah, what we're saying is, is, is if you ever go to Russia and then I will go to this tribe... Don't even go there. You Please. No, stop. Get away stop. with it. Stop. Don't <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go to jail. The mum's in bed with the kids and Masturbating she's trying, them. No, she's not, touching, on the sofa. she's not touching them like that at all. Alright. Right. How do you know if the covers are over them? It's hard to prove, isn't it? It's hard to prove. Even in court. So anyway, she's comforting them, and the dad's trying to get comfy on the chaise lounge thing. It's not really working out, and he's rolling around. It's kind of really uncomfortable. Can't really roll around right. on a chaise lounge, could you? You'd so have to fall off. If you rolled on it, you just fall, you would just fall off. Right, and oh, and also another thing that's scaring the, the kids, dad's probably tossing and turning, isn't he? He's he tossing and turning a little bit. <laughs> oh, and, and the other thing that's scaring mucky the kids, story, mucky. Is yeah. they can hear <laughs> mucky in the this. distance fireworks muck, going muck, off. Muck, Sounds muck, like muck. Christmas right. at your house. They can hear fireworks <laughs> going off in the distance. They like fireworks. It's firework night. They like them. And. And also, every now and then, the sort of the glow of the fireworks comes through the window. That would happen. That would happen. So, so the dad's lying there, and he's sort of looking, in and he's sort of seeing these sort of fireworks going off in the distance. Is this going anywhere? And in the then story? the kids are just starting to doze off. Yeah. And the, the ghost fucking and ghost the came in. And the dad, yeah, right, looking at the window and seeing huh? the sort of glimmering lights. And stuff, right, is it ghosts? Notices, and one of these sort of glimmering lights seems to get closer. Fucking hell. And closer to the window. Fucking think, hell. That's a really odd thing. That's why they should be banned. That's why I say that. I said they should be banned. A glimmering light yeah. comes a car, through the window. And the window's Jesus. not even open or anything. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then it sort of gradually grows right. into like taking human shape. Oh, like fuck off. Get out. Get out of there. And get out. Derek, Sandra, get out of there now. And he's so stunned by it. He sort of Upright, Daddy! and then and then the ghosty <laughs> right. sort of apparition. It is a ghost, and you and you well, get water. I could tell you were saying that. Right? It was kind of, yeah, it's like yeah? a ghost, right? Get out, and it sort of drifts. Just fucking get out! Right? <laughs> I don't know why. Why are you still no, watching it? Listen, right? Derek, don't keep yeah, watching. No, listen, just get out of the fucking hotel. Suddenly, he goes really, really Go to Halifax, Derek. Go to Halifax. It gets really bright. Yeah, it's so bright that Derek sort of shuts his eyes. He's going to get blinded, and when he opens, yeah. It's gone. Oh, thank God. Thank oh, God. Thank God. Right. No, forget about right, it. Next section. But forget about it. Go to bed. Forget about it. Go to bed. <laughs> Just don't think about it. We're getting, we're getting suddenly, out of this hotel first thing in the morning. The mum screams. Oh, my shitting God. Why? Because right? <laughs> the children have disappeared. Oh, fucking oh, hell, Roddy. Why did you do that? The children well, okay. disappeared. All right, all right. Well, forget it. How old were they? How old were they? They were twins. They were both five. nine. Five. No, so, so, they, they, were, they were seven. No, let's say they were three. They were four. No, let's say that they were three. They were three years old. They three years old, and so they can't be too attached to them because we've been in for three years. So just get out of there now. Oh, forget about the twins. Well, Darling, we never had any twins. Let's just get away from him and get oh, to have oh, so quick. They, so they're really upset and they're obviously really shocked and everything. And they're jumping up and they're going, oh, Timmy, yes, Tammy, Tammy's where are you? Oh God, this is real. Oh God, this is real. And they're thinking that maybe they look under the bed and stuff. This is really see. happening right, right now. Yeah, and they're really scared. Yeah. And they open the door. And just as they open their door, <laughs> <down> the <hallway>. <laughs> 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 what is it, Roger? 
God, he's in Lord. Oh my God, thank God. In like his pants and vest. Oh my God, sleep. Is that what he wears for killing? Yeah, no, that's what he wears for sleeping. Oh, it's like Hostel Three, right? And he's like, what's going on? What's all the noise? They sort of shouting, "Our children have disappeared." And the dad's saying, "But there was this apparition." What? 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 And then suddenly, amongst all the noise, they hear this little voice going. Mummy! Oh, thank oh. God! Oh, is it Tammy? I'm here! Oh, 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 and they go, that sounds like Tammy, it sounds like Tammy. It's Tammy, right? it's Tammy. Okay, so that's one we've got back right. now. So they run, down, <laughs> they run down the stairs, right, and sitting downstairs at one of the tables in the bar yeah. is, is Jimmy and Tammy. Oh, they'll just get them and go! But between them, on the table, oh, don't, please don't tell me it's is this old photo that was on the wall of the pub. Well, fuck that, just get them out of the hotel, it doesn't matter. Don't even look at it. And the landlord comes over and he goes, what's going on? And they're like, well, I don't know, we're just looking at this picture. And he says, well, what? And he looks at the picture, right? Yeah. And it's a photo. Photo of looks like sort of army guys uh, from like the Second uh, World give War. Me, give me all your cigarettes, right? <laughs> and it's like yeah. army just, guys. Gerard, just shush a minute, please, because right, and, and then like hell. right, and, and and in this photo, and there's like army guys and there's some sort of. Are Timmy and Tammy all right or not? Yeah, they're sitting there, and, they, and the mum and dad are obviously cuddling them and stuff. Yeah, and like, you're, oh, what, you're all right, you're all right. Well, but then suddenly, yeah. the, the, the landlord drops the photo and it smashes, right, and he's like. Oh, oh is it smashed? Oh, it just smashed when it hit the Is it a frame? Yes, in a frame. Right, it's it. And, it, and he's like, oh my god. Oh, glass photo, and I hate that. Right? And <laughs> he, he explains to the parents that this photo, yeah. right, was this stuff he bought in like a car boot sale for the refurbishment. Sure, just for a life. Make the place look oldy worldly. I know, stuff, he's just right? trying his best, isn't he? But in this photo, the woman in the photo is his mother. Oh, fucking hell. Right? And standing next he to He didn't notice that when he bought it. No, he just didn't notice, didn't really look at it, just bought him his job lot, and the workman put the pictures up, he never really looked at them, you know, they were just like there for ambiance, yeah. right? Yeah. And and he's looking, and recognises... Don't ambiance, you've got ghosts kicking about right? the place, do you? Recognises this, this mother, yeah. right, and then, and then the, the guy next to his mother, right, because someone he's never met... Oh, this is going to be another ghost, isn't it, Roger? He's, he's going, that must be his dad. And then he explains to his parents that his dad went out, like, before he was even born, right, just after getting back from the war, he went out one night, on bonfire night... Bonfire night? Bonfire night, right? He set up all that tension there, he's a bonfire night, right? Bonfire yeah. night, and he never came back. Is his dad Guy Fawkes? I don't know. Probably and there he is, in this picture, yeah. and so somehow he thinks that the dad's trying to come back. Why didn't the ghost, I mean, did the ghost just come through the wrong window? Because the ghost could have just gone through yeah, but into the landlord's window and said, hello, so it's me, your dad. Yeah, but the landlord... Only works with kids, And, and then the ghost thought, oh, actually, no, this is a, yeah, cause it's, this is far too easy a way no, of telling him. No, it works with kids because they're so innocent, you see. Well, I'll just shove some innocent children around. So anyway, that's just kind of scary, but quite nice ending. <sighs> God. Thank you for that. That's all right. Cheers, mate. It's a good one. You want an apple? Do I win that? Yeah. Oh, cheers. Can I actually have that? For real? Yeah. Eat it now. Has it been washed? It's fine. Brilliant. You're eating a wax apple. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Ow. And that's the end of this podcast. It's gone on far too seriously, far too long now. I like the phone call. You made a phone call in the break, yeah. we, as we were saving that last section. Yeah. You made a phone call. Me and Ed didn't know anything about it. No. You just got your mobile out and you went, Hi, Sue, it's me. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, really. If it's a carol concert, I'm not sure I'm the right person for that, because <laughs> I'm not really a singer. That's true. What was that about? I've been, um, someone's asked me if I'm interested in doing a carol concert for charity. Well, what, just compare it or what? No, 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 to be part of the choir, oh, I think. please do. Is it going to be a celebrity choir? I don't know. I'd do it. I'd go and compare it, though. You do a lot You do a lot of charity work, don't you? You don't talk about it much. No, I don't really. You do quite a lot. Not really. You're doing that big run. No, didn't do it. What are you doing? Is it finished? Yeah. And you didn't do it? No. What were you supposed to be doing? Um, 10k run for... Um, for cancer. Great South Run. For cancer. Marie Curie. Yeah, That's the care. Seems awful harsh to run that far. You're going to get cured now, yeah. if you didn't do the run. Why did you not do it? You were advertised as doing it. Um, because I've got a cut on the foot. Fuck off. No, I've got two cuts, actually. 
fuck off. No, I that's not a reason not to do a run. Very yeah, many people are probably doing it with cancer. Awesome on it. Yeah, probably people that are like doing it attached to their chemotherapy machines. And no, you're there. I've got a cut on my phone. I'm doing. Can't run with cut. I booed a charity once. Did you hear who's been? I can't remember who it was. I just thought it'd be really funny. It was at a charity fashion show. Yeah. And they were running through all the charities, and there were like <laughs> there were like eight or nine of them. And after everyone, people were cheering. Yeah. So after the fifth one, I thought it'd be really funny. Everyone, yeah, and you just hear me go boo. <laughs> 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 As if there'd be a charity that, is funny. Didn't that is funny though. They didn't think it was so funny. I would have found that hilarious. Yes. I would have really laughed at that. Wow. Well, there we go. We've got through quite a lot this week, haven't we? We've spoken so. about loads and loads of stuff and that. What's your homework for next week, Roger? Uh, my homework for next week is to do the letters page the for the letters comic. The letters page for your comics. So we're all going to look forward yeah. to that. Ed, what's your homework for next week? I was thinking I might write a sort of Willard Price-style adventure uh, story for boys, but with okay. Raji in the main role. Okay, I'd like to hear that. Because I quite like to imagine Raji running around a wood in little shorts. Yeah, me too. Maybe we all would. Yeah. In right. fact, I think if you go to certain places over the weekend, you would see that anyway. Yeah. Or certainly chasing after little boys. Oh, in stop it! <laughs> Come on, we'll have a cracking one! <laughs> Get one, so I'll have a cracking it! <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls who listen to the podcast, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, sorry again about last week. Uh, it really wasn't our fault. We did record one and it just came back and the sound quality was awful. Uh, we might release it one day yeah. as a special thing, but for now, on, it is the Lost Podcast yep. that only I've heard. This is very true. Yeah, neither of these two have heard it either. So, um, yeah, only I've heard it in the whole world, really. Apart from you when you were there, obviously. Yeah. But not the recording, you know. No. Um, so there we go. This has been the Ray Pickup Podcast and the Big Enough production. Thanks to Chortle.com. UK for hosting it. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>